Ginny's still not arrived, so I just suggest we get going. I know, I know. Chomp. I know. Well, let's get going, and uh, we'll bring him in when he arrives. He seems to be becoming a bit of a habit this now, doesn't he? Oh. I guess so. I guess guess he can't do 9 o'clock anymore. Who knows? Oh, no. Who knows? We'll have to have a talk. Well, I tried that last week. It didn't work, though, did it? He's even later this week. That's because you said, hey, we're doing it this way. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're going to start at quarter two from next week. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Just go. Here, wait. You ready? Hang I'm on. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hang on. I'm not ready. Why are you not ready? Because just give me a second. I'm getting uh-huh. ready. Yeah. Uh, Hang on. I'm coming. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. I'm, I'm almost ready. Just give me a second. Okay. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah, of course. I've just said yes. <laughs> I'm just making sure. Just go, go. All right. Punchers Podcast. I'm your host. I don't remember who you it is. You don't even know what his name is, do you? <laughs> I don't know what his name is, but I know that we got Fraser Moore with us. Yeah, I'm Fraser Moore. Welcome uh, to yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, everyone. That's uh, not what he sounds like at all. I can't do a Fraser yeah. sound clip. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't do <laughs> sort of I can't do any of them, but I figured, you know what, because I listened to the fir- for the first time to Game Punchers, and I was like, hey, we should do them. Okay. Well, as the intro music. Hello, and welcome to actually show 214 of the Veteran Gamers podcast. Uh, I you, know, you thought you were listening to the wrong show. You know, I'm beginning to wonder whether we'll ever play our proper intro again. <laughs> I know. That's the kind of thing I wonder about. <clears throat> By the way, you are wrong. It's episode 215. Shit, that's, do you know why? That's because I was looking at 214 on here, so I always remember what to do to do now. So you're right. It is yeah. 250. Come on, get it together. You keep, you keep throwing me every time you do someone else's I recently updated intro. the website with the podcast for the first time in 16 years. I know. Actually, it was it was Ginny's sausage episode, wasn't it? What? The one that, the one that was on, that had been on for Oh, eight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I figured everyone wanted the sausage thing. Everyone so. wanted the sausage thing. Yeah. That's why the sausage thing got so many listens. But yes, you are right. It's 215, and you keep throwing me every week by doing yes. the other people's intros. So well, I'm trying to mess with your head, and it's working. Quite. Quite. So, uh, how are you, anyway? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, we're not going to do any news uh, today. and I'll, I'll, come, I'll come to the reason why in a little bit. But and People are going to be mad. They are, but whatever. But I am going to give you some news that you might be interested in. Oh, snap. Putting news first. Yes, DayZ uh, doing an update which includes vehicles and base building. Oh, my goodness. I know. That is interesting. Yeah. That so. makes me want to play it. Well, it's not just yet. It's not just yet, but it's coming. It will be coming soon. Apparently, he uh, says, addressing the request for vehicles in the game, Hall confirmed they were in development. Vehicles will be done based on the architecture we are doing for items, weapons now, i.e. attachments, he said. 
so it's in progress, really. We're replacing the physics system for items, throwing, etc. And this new middleware will be used for vehicles also. It also stated that vehicles will be limited to cars. I think helicopters and smaller craft will be important, he revealed, but they should be very complex to maintain. Elsewhere, he confirmed that other features planned included hunting and camping, as well as a long-term goal to introduce end-game-style co-op missions. However, in order to do this, uh, we have to perfect the architecture, which is what we are doing now, he added. Certainly, I think underground bases and advanced vehicles will allow some of this really exciting and EVE-style gameplay. He that also, sounds pretty freaking cool. He also indicated a desire to scale back on powerful weaponry with plans to introduce more basic weapons to replace them. He explained, uh, once improvised weapons, bow and arrow, throwing items are in, we will dramatically turn down military-style weapons spawn rate. They will be incredibly rare and hard to find. See, that's because they realize what Rust is doing. They're like, oh, we want to be like that. Yeah, yeah. As a humorous side note, he revealed Jay-Z's lawyers tried to get us to stop using Day-Z and change it to Z they actually we declined. Really? <laughs> I don't know whether uh, that means true. Whether that's true. But if that is, that's kind of funny. You're not allowed to use yeah. Jay Z because it sounds a bit like Jay Z and you might get the two mixed up. <laughs> really? Yeah, because there's a, an incredibly likely chance that you're gonna do that, isn't there? <laughs> that's funny. So yes. So how are you anyway? How are you? I'm good. I'm real good. It's been a it's been a good week for British music, by the way. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Uh, we had the Brit Awards this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And... Those are. Yeah. Do you know what the best album was? Best album? No. What? The best album was the Arctic Monkeys AM, which is... Oh, uh, great. I love the Arctic Monkeys. What yeah, the hell are the Arctic Monkeys? My favorite. I, I got you to listen to a song and you went, no, I don't like it. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, it was my favorite album of last year, so I'm kind okay. of pleased that they were. Well, there you go. Yeah. The British Music Awards agrees with you. That's right. That's right. You see, I said I was right. Well, so, yeah. lots of people say they're right. I know, I know. But you, you, you just don't even know what it even is. Sorry. No, well, never mind. You can't have everything, can you? No, you can't. Where would you put it? Yeah, for instance, you can't have Chinny on the podcast. Yeah, I know. What's up with that? Yeah. God, Chinny, come on. Get it together, yeah, would you? I don't know where he is. I haven't checked my phone. I must have <laughs> I don't know why he's not here. I haven't had any, even a, like a text as far as no, unless something's come through. But I guess he'll get here at some point. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, we never know. He might not get here at all. Who knows? Yeah, really? Who knows? But we couldn't keep holding on, you know, because we've got to get going and stuff, haven't we? Yeah, we're important. we got stuff to do. So, yes, as I alluded to earlier, there will be no news uh, this week. That's right, baby. No news again. No news here. Uh, and the reason being, we've got a few little egg timer topic questions to finish off from last week. Not many, but we have Oh, uh, yeah. So that's one reason. Uh, and the other reason I thought, you know, because as we know, at the beginning of the year, news is a bit limited and everybody's covering whatever there is around, which oh, is. Oh, yeah. It's just the same thing all, all the slim time. Slim pickings. Slim pickings. So what I thought we'd do over the next few weeks is sort of celebrate different genres of games each week. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about sort of, you know, from our early days of gaming right up to the present day on, on certain genres. And this week, I thought we'd start off with a favorite, you know, with a favorite, we'd start off with first-person shooters. And in, a, in addition to that, in addition to that, I've uh, on my list anyway, I've put a few derivatives down as well, you know, things that oh, have yeah. come 
come about because of first person, but aren't necessarily first person shooters. Oh, of course. So I thought we'd have a few of those, but uh, well, that's it. That's for the middle of the show. We haven't got a theme tune for that. We should have come up with something, I guess. But oh maybe. well. Uh, I'll think. Gonna... I'll think of a title for next week when we do whatever the next one's going to be. I'll come up with yeah. something really yeah. profound and kind of hilarious at the same. Sure, time. go for it. Of course, of course. Profound and hilarious. Profound and hilarious. Now. Gotta say, no, uh, no meal this week. Not been out anywhere this week for any food. Oh, you don't have any stories to tell us about eating somewhere crazy? No, no. But uh, we did have a roast beef dinner today, and I made the biggest Yorkshire puddings you ever did see. Oh yeah, huh? Uh, yeah, they were like footballs. You know what a Yorkshire pudding is? Uh, not really. No, a Yorkshire pudding. It's like pancake batter, but you put it in the oven and bake it like a cake. So when it comes out, it's sort of like hollow in the middle. And crispy on the outside, so it's sort of like, yeah. And you get a hole in milk because of the way they work. So you have to use plain flour. It's just plain flour, eggs, and milk, really, and some salt and pepper, and that's it, really. Uh-huh. Whisky all together, was it in the oven? Away you go, Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Actually, Bob's, Bob's not my uncle. Harry is my uncle. Is Harry, have you got an uncle, Harry? I have an uncle, Harry. Yeah. I like I like Harry. That's a good name. It's a strong it name, that. Yeah. It's yeah, fine. It's yeah. the same as any other name, I guess. I guess so. I guess so. But he's kind of an English name, isn't it, Harry? Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. You know, my dad, I don't know what to tell you. My dad's is, called is. Harry. My dad's my, what? My daddy's called Harry. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, maybe we're related. Maybe. Maybe it's highly my unlikely. Harry and your dad's Harry. Maybe your dad is my uncle. Yeah, it's highly unlikely. It's right? very unlikely, but... It does seem very no! unlikely. Oh! So anyway, I guess as, we, as we're still, still waiting for Jeannie, because guess what? He still hasn't arrived. So, yeah, that bomb. Um, we should just get going, now, I guess. So let's uh, let's talk some games. See what. Yeah, talking games. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, is he gonna do it? Is he not gonna do it? Is he gonna? Oh, and then he did it. <laughs> so. I guess we'll start with you. What have you been up to then? Okay, so I've been playing Rust. Oh, Rust yeah. and more Rust. Oh my goodness. I can't stop. It's really kind of sad how addicted I am to this game. Yeah, I nearly, I nearly you know, tried to hop in with you today. But uh, I had stuff to finish, so I got some games finished. <laughs> I know, I know. You think I don't have stuff to finish? I got these papers right here I'm supposed to be grading. I'm I not. Know. I know. But I've finished, I've finished three games today. I've finished actually finished. Well, that's great. Let games. me finish what I'm saying. You can talk about yours. No, no, no. Just saying. But that's the reason I didn't because I was finishing up stuff up. I decided to, games. Yeah, I decided to finish. See, that's up. the thing. You're too interested in new stuff. You're, you're not obsessive like me. You don't find one game and just stick with it forever. The stuff I was playing you, you wasn't new. from game to game. Nothing was new that I was playing today, though. Well, yeah, but was, I'm saying, was new relatively to you. new. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, whatever. Like, it's fine. It's just a matter of difference of, you know, like what you're in for. Yeah. Okay. So, oh. I will shout out Fraser Moore right here at the opening. Fumu, uh, uh, because he and I have been building a tower, and it's freaking glorious. Oh, my goodness. It's enormous, and it's on a PvP server, so it's especially impressive that we're building it there because people have been trying to raid us, and he's been building defenses, and I've been gathering wood to build higher and higher, and the higher you go, the more places you have in a vertical sense to uh, hide your stuff. So people bust into a lower room, and they're like, ah, nothing here. And we're like, yeah, it's higher up, dumbass. 
So, yeah, it's been quite a challenge trying to keep it, you know, safe. But it's working. It's happening. So, so, is, so you, I guess that's like proper co-op. You yeah. Because you're working is, totally is, together, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he's got shot a few more times than I have. But uh, he's a trooper. And that's because he's doing all the defending stuff at the bottom. Well, no, it's because he just got unlucky, I think. There's this dude named Billy Bob who shot him a couple times right by the house. <laughs> Billy like, Bob. Yeah, I know, right? Is he like some sort of redneck? Does he have a banjo? Ah, <laughs> uh, not that I know of, but that actually reminds me of a story I gotta tell. Oh, God. So, story it's time. It's video game time. It's video game story. Story, story, story time. So, all right. As I started building this tower, there's this dude named Train who... All right, let me back up. I'm building the tower. I don't have the second door in yet, but it's on the second floor, and I figure... Nobody's going to be able to jump up onto our balcony and then get in that doorway, right? All right. So I'm, I'm cooking stuff up. I'm actually trying to make the components for my new door that I need to put up in the, you know, the other spot. So I have that going, and I hear outside, I'm like, what the hell is that? I go out on the deck. And I look down, and there's a dude down there going, arr, 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 arr. What, pretending to be a dog? Your guess is as good as mine. Weird. So I said to him, dude, what? can I help you? And the guy's just like, arr, 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 and he's trying to jump up on the deck. And I was like, what are you doing? Don't try to jump up here. You got a problem? And he's like, arr, arr, arr. and I'm like, I don't want to shoot you, but I will. And he's like, arr, 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 arr. I was like, whatever, this guy's a freak. So he was, he was doing this through his headset. This wasn't like yes. typing. Yeah, he was just yes, doing it through the headset. It was headset. Weird. It was totally weird. So I go back downstairs, and I had a shotgun, so I was like, I don't want to mess with you, dude. Don't mess with me. And I'm, I'm going back to trying to make my door, and suddenly he's in my house. And I was like, how did you get up here? I stopped that. And I go back trying to finish the door. He goes into my box takes my gun out, and shoots me in the head. <laughs> oh, I was why, so mad. Why now, here's did you the let thing. him get near your box, you idiot? I didn't try to let him near my box. I didn't have a door in between outside and the box. Well, why didn't you just sort of attack him before he got near I your box? I love the sympathy and compassion I get when I tell somebody I got shot in the head. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? I'm just asking. I don't know. I'm just asking why. Because I hadn't made the house very well yet. You had a crazy man pretending to be a dog, and then you surprised that he killed you. I my door as fast as I could. I mean, for a minute, uh, I thought he was trying to be man's best friend. You know, he was going to follow you around like some sort well, of pet dog. He's not that. So, the... So I respawn. Is the thing. I have my sleeping bag right in that same room. So I respawn right there, and I start hitting him with my rock. But he had gotten my shotgun for my dead corpse, so he shoots me in the face with my shotgun. Again. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, God damn. And I couldn't respawn in my sleeping bag again because it had been too soon. So I'm, I spawned in a, some random location, and I was typing, Train, what is wrong with you? What, why did you kill me? I didn't do anything to you. Why you got to be a scumbag? And he goes, uh, I didn't. And I was like, stop lying, dude. What are you talking about? And then I waited four minutes because that's how long you have to wait before you can respawn at your sleeping bag. And then I respawned at my sleeping bag, and I had a bow and arrow in the box. So I grabbed the bow and arrow real quick, and I'm looking around, and I, I see a door that he's put in in my empty doorway. 
And I was like, what the hell is that? And then he shows up again, and I get my bow and arrow. I try to shoot him. He shoots me with a shotgun again. <laughs> and then he keeps on just saying it's not him doing it. No, he didn't say Well, then I said, okay, dude, seriously, what was that about? And he goes, you shot first. I was like, you're in my house, and you put a door on my doorway, which means he can come in anytime he wants now. That's well, it turns out he good. didn't actually do that. I thought I saw a door there, but he didn't actually do that. So I started complaining. I was like, damn, you're trying to take over my house. What is your problem? And he goes, no, dude, that's not what I did. Like, come see for yourself. And I was like, all right, but don't kill me, please. And he left all my stuff in the box and then ran off. See, but why? I don't get why did he do all the stuff in the first place? I don't know. He's just a weird freak. And why was he pretending to be a dog? I don't know. I really wish I knew. Some it's people so bizarre. Oh. He was so bizarre. And and then like I finally got my door done. I put it in the spot. Like I'm told, I put another door right next to that room. So I had like three doors between the outside and that room where all my stuff is. And I'm working on another door. Actually, I think I was working at the top part of the tower at this point. And he goes, he's outside again. I was like, not again. Go away. He's like, you should put a ceiling on the top of your tower, man. Someone's going to jump in. I was like, don't go away. So he was trying to be helpful at this point after he shot you in the sort face. Of. Twice. He was trying to tell me what to do. And I'm like, look, what I need right now. He's like, you need a ceiling. I, what I need is for you to go away. Barking weirdo <laughs> murder. Think, I mean, let me just ask, right? Do you think this sort of game attracts people with mental disorders? Maybe. Because we've had the, you know, the brotherhood of the penis thing going right. on, right? And then you've got people pretending to be a dog. It's not that they're mentally ill. It's that they like screwing with people. And anybody not mentally ill, though. Shoot, that's not special. That doesn't freak people out. You know, I but mean, do you, he's do you, coming do you, around. Like, it's really freaky. Do you know, I, I like think, are these people just weird in real life? Are they like, for instance, do you, maybe he's like a banker or something. You know, like, yeah, I know, right? a normal dude yeah, with a exactly. normal job. And yet yeah. he gets on rust. And suddenly he's pretending to be a dog and just acting all weird and stuff, you know. And I often wonder, are these people just completely normal outside of that game? And then they get in that game, and for whatever reason, it's almost like they can act however they want. Like, uh, you know, the darkest sort of fantasies they act out. I mean, if that's your darkest fantasy, that's pretty ridiculous. But it is ridiculous. No, you know what I mean, though? I know what you mean. Why is he acting like a dog? It's just... I wish I knew. It's just weird. So anyway... I was like, well, I said, whatever. I recovered from that okay, and I said, all right, let's see what's next. And um, so, I, you know, we built the tower up. It's enormous now. It, like, it took me a minute to climb up the tower when I tried most recently. So, God. How I know. It's how, a, I mean, what's the ceiling on Rust then, I wonder? I wonder how high you can go I before you, I Because there's got to be a ceiling at some point, hasn't there? Well, presumably, but maybe not. I don't know. You know, because it, yeah, but it's still got to, you know, wherever you build to, it's got to be able to spawn that, you know, to show that in the game. Yeah, so no. at some point, you're going to get higher than where the game goes to. So you're either going to glitch out and end up in some weird sort of non graphical space. Yeah, maybe. Or you're just going to hit an invisible wall, aren't you, the fort at some point, where it just won't allow you to build it any higher? Possibly. I don't know. We'll see. Well, that is weird. So anyway, yeah, it's weird. So I was, whatever. And then today, like I, you know, and I've been playing that game and like, you know, Billy Bob killed Fumu a few times and I was like, oh, that's messed up. Fumu, uh, Billy Bob, why do you so got to do that? He, 
Does he sound? Does he sound like a Southern American then? Has he got like you know? I haven't heard slang? him. Oh, he hasn't spoken him. then. Not, uh, not to me. I haven't really been around when he was around. So and his I game, his game was... attack is Billy Bob, is he? Billy Bob. Yeah, he's he's got to be a Southern hasn't he? Southern American knows. So anyway, um, today I said to myself, you know what? Because like, I was right, I wrote that thing on the website about Russ. Ah, so it's good. It's a good article. Yeah, I like it. So. I was trying to sort of express on paper why I like the game so much. And I realized that, you know, the whole thing that about killing people, like, that's not my thing. I don't really care about that. I just like building and helping other people. So then I started thinking, wait a minute, building and survival are the two things that I really like. So why? maybe I really would like Minecraft. Maybe I should give it a shot. Oh, no. So I did. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. What was my I Christ. waiting for? I have what not a clue. Wrong with me? I had the whole day off yesterday. I could have discovered this yesterday morning. Gone so, back for a demo then. I'm assuming you're on the PC version, not the, the right. PC. Way out. Right. And I am freaking hooked. <laughs> now, here's the crazy thing, though. Wait. Here's the craziness. I can't find any coal. Uh, you did. Uh, coal's usually fairly easy. It's, it's not. That's that what I thought. But all I in this world that I've spawned, all I've got around me is sand. Yeah, and you I'm just starving need to... to death because there's no animals. Yeah, you just need to come in land a bit and just find some sort of normal ground. You'll find coal. Coal isn't usually that. Yes, I, that's what I. That's what I said on all the websites and stuff. But I'm looking around and I got nothing. Yeah, you just need to dig a bit. You'll you'll get coal. You'll I've been digging. What I would I do is like ten levels down. I haven't. Why found don't you? Anything. Why don't you spawn ah, on, don't you? in a normal server without you know the well, survival I've been stuff? Single player for a while for now. Yeah, but you can still. I'm assuming you can still spawn in a server that isn't sort of survival. That's just like there's, there's like oh, a free roam, free roam style until you get your feet, and then you know what you're doing, don't you? Because when we when we played it sort of uh, with the gate guys, that was that was just about building stuff. Right. So it's amazing and that's the thing is that, right. But I, I want the survival element. And yeah, I which is fine. Story. Yeah, which but, is fine. But I think but, you need to sort of maybe find your feet a bit in the in the easy bit first. I can find it? my feet fine if I can find some coal. I don't need to find my feet, I need to find coal. Yeah, it's not I don't ever remember having a struggle finding coal. Well, you're better at this game than me. It wasn't better. It was I'm just, just luck- unlucky, I think. That's yeah, because like I say, cold's not that deep. I'm really. starving to death. I've got to go cook this stuff that I just got from these cows. And you've got torches and stuff, have you? No, I have no torches. Because uh... I don't have any coal. If I had some coal, I could make a torch. Uh... See, that's the thing, man. It's messing me up. And I can't run because I'm starving. So, but it's but it's so good. I don't know what my think. I think the fact that I played it on the Xbox made me go, eh, it's not for me. But now yeah. that I got it on the PC, it's so much easier to move stuff around and craft and stuff. And I think I just had to play Rust to wet my whistle when it comes to getting stuff. Wow, you might even like Don't Starve. God. Well, you know, I, I looked at that, and you know, who knows? Like I'm saying now, no, but maybe if I tried it, um. I think you'd like that because Don't Starve's kind of quirky with it. 
So yeah. that that is a true survival game, though, because you've literally. But he's just so some of the stuff when you when you build him armor, he just looks so funny in his little bits of armor and stuff. It is it is a funny game, and you you know, like I said, but the last time I played it was Death by Frogs. You know, <laughs> you, oh, sure. you've been, I think that yeah, like the the isometric, you know, top down thing. I don't think it really works for me. Yeah, I guess, but it's but, it's just such a funny game. But I say that, maybe next week I'll be like, oh, Don't Starve is great! Oh, my God! <laughs> I mean, you'd like Don't Starve. There's no building as such, but there's a lot of, like, crafting and survival going on. Because like, I was also thinking, like, yeah. other games are kind of like... And I was like, Terraria, let me look at that. And then the new one is Starbound. So I'm like... Yeah, I've had a lot of good things I mean, about Starbound. 2D, like, I don't know about the 2D, but on the other hand, all the stuff you can do, oh, my God! Yeah. So man. it's possible that next week I'll be like, Fuck Minecraft, Starbound, baby! <laughs> Yes, oh. you know, I love your sort of evolution of gaming. I know, right? It's kind of cool, though, because, you, you know, know what? what? It's kind of cool, but here's the thing. You can never trust me when I say, I don't like this game. No, we can never you know trust you. Next week, I, there's a very good chance that I'll be right back to it. You'll be on heavy <laughs> rain next week going, I was yeah, exactly. wrong about this game. This game is awesome. <laughs> what was I thinking? Deadly premonition. I should have tried it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what is going on right now, to be fair that's pretty unlikely but you never know just for a quick minute i'm just gonna go and check my phone just to see yeah. if he sent me a message because obviously he's still not arrived which is kind of weird so just bear with me for one quick second i won't be a moment yes. my phone's bear only in the next room yeah bear in with should i sing while we're you doing can this? do if you like right. you can sing Play minecraft <laughs> i'm getting wood people that's what's going on right now oh that piece of wood got stuck up there Give me my piece. Of, there we go. I still need my charcoal, though. I'll go this way and see if I can find some charcoal. Oh, God, is the sun setting already? No, don't set, sun. I should play that Chemical Brothers song. See, because this isn't... There's no mountain here. It's just trees. What's up, trees? I'm chopping you up, getting some wood. I can find some charcoal, though. So how was your song? Was it good? Oh, it was awesome. Was it good? I have got a message off him. Oh, I yeah, huh? What did you say? He's watching the Lego movie. So that's what? why he's late. I know. He said hey, he will join uh, us when he gets here. He said, yeah, we're supposed to record the podcast at 9. Let's start a movie. Yeah. Well, well he did, it did, it did it say did start without him and he'll join us when he gets here. So we've yeah, done but that. Why did he already. say let's start a movie when he's supposed to be recording a podcast with us? I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. Where's my home? So, the only thing I was going to say, you know, just going back to the Minecraft thing. Yeah. I'm just kind of um, sorry that you missed out on all the gates. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's the it's worst so of all. Cool. My pig-headedness led me to pride. Yeah, and, and what was the coolest thing, and I still say this now, the coolest thing I'm about that, that first night that Mark Annick showed me around yeah. was... Like I had gone to another whole world. Yeah? Oh, sure. It, this cool and crazy world with all this cool and crazy stuff built in it. And I'll still never forget that day when I went off and I'd been off for about maybe two or three days, came back on, and someone had built the space shuttle. You yeah. know, And there was a whole space shuttle there, a massive space shuttle just built going into the sky. And it's like, how could, how could that happen in three days? You know, Who's got the time to find too, all that stuff? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that like... Oh, I think I found some charcoal finally. And that was that was before that. The, you know when they did the update and the, the, you could have like the unlimited stuff. 
Oh, yeah. That was prior to that. So at that point, okay. you still had to mine everything, you know, to actually build stuff. Right. But you could build some crazy structures. It were just some crazy, brilliant houses that people had built. You yeah. know, it's, it's still one of my favorite sort of moments of gaming, really. And uh, it, it, considering it's sort of graphics, it's such an atmospheric game, regardless of that. Oh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of atmosphere in that game, you know, with the day-night cycle. And it's a kind of a creepy place. You know, when you definitely, you know, when you dig oh, down oh, quite a long way, it is very creepy. You know, if you're in some weird cave, you know, you see some red eyes in the darkness and you're like, shit, run, 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 run. <laughs> and you're sort of legging it out of the cave that you've dug. Um, well, that's yeah. the thing. I can't be messing with no caves. Yeah, because you can't I'm trying see to anything. build a house. Oh, crap. <laughs> you, never, you need to get some sort of light first before you start. I know, but stuff. I can't. You know, because, uh, oh. yeah, you don't want to be outside in the dark in that game. <laughs> Not to be outside in the dark. No, especially <gasps> especially when you're in survival mode. Jeez, oh, that's I know, I'm saying. Scary spiders and stuff and yes. zombies and all this stuff. I've been killed like five times with the scary spiders. Oh, yeah. And they make right, this. Hor- I can get this. What? They make this horrendous noise as well, don't they, when they're coming? Oh, yeah. Well, you'll notice I don't have the sound on right now, so. Yeah, horrendous. Yeah. So have you been playing anything else, though? Oh, that's it, man. Well, I've been playing loads of stuff this week. I've had a, quite a busy week, considering. Yeah. Um, Flappy Bird. I st- <laughs> <laughs> cannot stop playing that game. Cannot yeah. stop playing it. Um, tonight, oh, tonight, I was so close to surpassing Chinny. So bloody yeah. close. Uh, he's current. Well, I, I've, I've surpassed his previous score, but he's just bloody eclipsed it. So I passed his previous goal, which was 113, and I've got 114 now. Uh, but when I went on to look on the leaderboard, he's now got 120. Oh, jeez. So, uh, so, yeah, I'm still working on that. And Millie, although not on my device, on her own device, has got 118. Uh-huh. So, so she's just, just beating me. But it's such a weird game because you feel your nerves getting the better of you. It's awful. Of he's, course awful as soon as you're getting close to that high score you can feel yourself tensing up you know and you're sort of like you know and then you make some stupid mistake and you're like no yeah. uh, but i feel like i've got to stop playing it because i feel like i'm getting quite addicted to it like properly addicted to playing it not not addicted to games so much as addicted to trying to beat chinny's score and millie's score that's what that's the draw for me it's not yeah. the actual game it's the beating the high scores other people have got right and to be honest with you right there's 34 million people on the leaderboard Uh uh-huh and that score of 114 is something like 1,400,000 which is still a lot but when you think that's out of 34 million people that have played it that's that's still kind of good isn't it really in some respects well i mean yeah it's all relative but yeah you know there's a so, yeah, so it's still kind of a good school. there. Yeah, but I, I really thought I was going to surpass Ginny. I was in the proper, I was in the zone. I was like, yeah. you know, tap, tap, tapping in a, in a really good rhythm. And, oh, Fish. damn. It's that bloody one pixel out somewhere. And I was just like, no. <laughs> I know, I know. And that's when you know you've got a problem, isn't it? That's when you're yeah. like, need to stop playing this. So, yes, Flappy Bird, I'm still playing it, but really I shouldn't be because I think it's unhealthy. <laughs> I'm agreeing with the developer. It is unhealthy, that game. Yeah? Oh, it it's unhealthy. very unhealthy. 
Um, but I finished some games today. I finished some. Games oh yeah, today, just today, right? Uh, the first of which was Broken Age uh, Act oh, One. Yeah. Uh, yep, finished that this morning. And what well, was kind of funny, right? The last time I was finishing a game, actually, it is the last time I finished a game, which was uh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Uh, my wife was on the treadmill in the conservatory while I was finishing it, right? And, yeah. and I finished Brothers, and I sort of turned around to her, and they were like tears streaming down my face, right? Yeah. Right. She's like, "What's up with you?" Like, it was just sad. It was just really sad, right? And she's like, "You bloody idiot!" Right? And then today, I finished the Broken Age, and I turned around. She was like, "You're not going to cry, are you?" And I was like, "Because you were here again doing it." Gotta be know. hating all over your feelings. I know. Sunday morning, I'm like, "No, I'm not going to cry at Broken Age." Uh, but it was needless to say, I was I was very impressed. Yeah. Uh, I didn't switch between the two stories at all, really. I played yeah. Bella's story right through to the end, and then I st- and then it sort of goes straight into Shay's story once you've finished that sort of part of it. Okay. So so you don't go back into the menus to choose; it just automatically starts Shay's story. Yeah. Um, I would have said Bella's story had more puzzly elements in it; was was a bit more traditional, point and clicky, and yeah. Shay's story was somehow more humorous in ways. Huh. Uh, and obviously, I know what the connection is now, and I thought it was very clever the way it ended. So I, I was kind of, I was kind of impressed with how it all finished up. Um, yeah. The dialogue in Shades was more interesting. There were some puzzly stuff in there as well. Don't get me wrong; that that stuff was still there, yeah. but it didn't feel like it was to the same extent as Vela's story. There was a lot more in Vela's story than there was in Shay's story. Yeah, uh, but the voice acting was was really excellent, and um, yeah, very impressed. Elijah Wood, I thought, was was fantastic in it. Yeah, you know, he does a really plays a really great part, um, yeah. and it all sounds really natural. All the dialogue sounds really, really natural. You know, yeah. like not like a video game. You know, and I think as we sort of move forward in video games, it's just getting better and better all the time. Yeah, you know, oh we're sure. Starting to see a lot, you know, big, massive improvements in, you know, when you think back to the stuff we used to get in sort of the, you know, original Resident Evil and stuff like that. Yeah, th- there really is no comparison now. Of course not. You know, between those two types of games, uh, but Broken Age, yeah, I can definitely recommend it. Now then, Duke. Now then, Duke. Yes. I have got a twenty-five percent off voucher that I could gift to you via Steam. Ooh. Hey. So I don't uh, know whether you want it. I don't know whether you're interested, but I have got. I don't know why I've got it. It just appeared, and you know where you sort of get. Oh yeah, yeah, you get them for you know stuff in your inventory, like you you know right. the badges and stuff. Oh, your badge, right? Yeah, it just appeared. So I've just got a twenty-five percent off voucher that I can gift. I can. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, maybe. I How can, much is it normally? Uh, I think it's about twenty dollars or something like that. Yeah. About so it'd be about fifteen dollars, I guess, with the money off. But that includes, oh. obviously, the second part when it comes out as well. Right. Um, I don't know. I didn't Maybe. really get stuck again. You know what? Actually, don't. Look, don't because, and here's the reason why. I'm so stuck in with, like, Minecraft right now that, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to be playing another game anytime soon. No, you, you know what I mean? won't get to it, will you? Yeah. I won't get to it. But, yeah, so, um, yeah, I got that finished up. Very impressive that. I really liked it. Love the art style. I mean, the animation is just fantastic. Yeah, you know, as far as sort of presentation goes, music was great. Uh, yeah, all around, really, really impressive, really impressive. You know, like I said last week, it's still at its heart a very traditional point-and-click adventure game. There's yeah. still those bloody puzzles that make absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Right. You know, and and there was only really one of those that I had to go and look up. Uh, most of those I managed to get on my own without having to really do 
any more looks at walkthroughs. So that was kind of cool. It was kind of cool that I only had to look one up. Uh, so yeah. I'm quite impressed myself with that. Uh, but yeah, overall, I can definitely recommend it. Um, what else have I played? Yeah, Vector. I played the Vector demo. Vector? What is that? Yeah. Now, well, it's sort of a constant runner, uh-huh. but, it's, but it's a side-on one. I see. And it's sort of... The, the premise of this game is that you're being controlled, you know, a la 1984... Okay. So there's all these people with all these weird headsets on that are controlling everybody, and they all go to the office every day, and they all do the same things and all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's a Stanley Parable. Kind of, kind of. Uh, and then obviously you break free, get rid of your headset, and then you've got to escape. So it's you being chased, and yeah. it's kind of like side on. You're sort of blackout. You know, you're like all blacked out. So everything's sort of like black. And then all the, you know, the background's all coloured in like a normal background would be. And anything that's in black, you have to navigate as quickly over those you can do. Yeah. So it's a little bit like there was um, a side on Mirror's Edge that they did for the iOS. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. And it's a lot like that. So yeah. it's sort of like jumping up, sliding under stuff, jumping at the right moment. There's like a like a extra speed power up as well. And all the time you're running, there's a guard running after you. Yeah. Until you get to the end of the level and then the door shuts and then you, you obviously escape into the next part of the game. Right. Uh, but obviously it's timed, you get stars, you get all these, you can unlock moves, you earn money as you run. And then yeah. you can buy different moves and if you complete all the moves at the right points in the level then you get a complete perfect level. Right. Which I've only done one of. Um, one, you loser. I know, but it is a free demo and I've got to say I still haven't got to the end of the free levels. There's a lot of levels on the demo for free. So? So, you know, give it a whirl. I was quite impressed. The only reason I picked it up is because... Wait, free. It's free. free to join a Oh, wait, no, that was the wrong one. Sorry, I did F-R-E-E, the wrong one. F-R-E-E, free, no charge. Yeah, well, they were both as good as each other, really, to be fair. Um, but, yes, I, the reason I picked it up is because a couple of years back when we went to Eurogamer, we played one in the indie section, and I yeah. thought it was that, and it is similar. But that was hard as nails. That was similar, but a bit smaller, and you were playing like a, like a spy running... So that was a constant runner as well, sideways on. But with that one, it was like laser beams and trap doors and guns and all that kind of stuff to dodge, and it was rock hard. But this is similar, but not quite as hard as that. But yeah, it's kind of worth a look. I kind of like that. Vector, it's called. Um, And then I finished another game today. I finished Outlast. I got Outlast finished off. There you go. Yep, so I got that finished. done to you, sir. Yeah, do you know what, though? Towards the end of the game, it does lose steam. It sort of starts to slow down a bit. And it just becomes less and less scurry as you go along. Yeah. You know, the first, I'd say the first third of the game are pretty tense and scurry and horrible. Yeah. Because there's a lot of the unknown, you know what I mean? And a lot of like, you're not sure what the hell's going on. And there's a lot of crazy. But as you get used to that and you get towards the sort of latter end of the game, it does slow down a lot and it does sort of the scurs it, you know there's, there were still a few more jump scurs but the more chasey sections you were just like the biggest issue that i have with the game is it's not always clear where you need to go and some of the levels are a bit like a maze so what ends up happening you run around you end up in a dead end get beaten to death and then you have to do it all over again rinse repeat until you figure out where the hell it is you're meant to be going right 
So that kind of got frustrating towards the end. And that happened quite a few times in the last few levels of the game where you, there was a lot of sort of running away stuff going on. Um, mm. But the story itself I enjoyed. And, yeah. and I still sort of stand by the fact that it's a great looking game. It yeah, is a oh, fantastic sure. looking game. Um, and it does do this brilliant thing, like I said, like when I played it the first time, it does this great sense of self. Yeah. You know, because everywhere, if you walk through a blood puddle, you leave bloody footprints behind you. So everywhere right. you walk, there's bloody So the attention to detail, really? Yeah, absolutely. And and there was a bit in it, sort of, towards the middle of the game, that really made me sit there and go, oh, that is gross. Yeah. So there was a bit of that, a bit of the old uh, sort of hostile type stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it was pretty, pretty gut-wrenching. I was sat there like, God, that is really bad. So there, mm-hmm. is, there is a bit of that, apart from the jump scares and the tension and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but like I say, at the end of the game, it was just I was just like wanting to get to the end and get it finished, and that. and yeah. I did, and I did, and I quite like the story. Yep. The story is quite cool. Yeah. Uh, and you pick up a lot of notes throughout the game, like medical notes, and when you read through all of those, it fills in a lot of the backstory and stuff. So that's quite cool as well. Uh, but Outlast, yeah, I can definitely look. If you've got a PS4 and you've got PlayStation Plus, you have no reason not to play this. Well, yeah. And for all those wussies out there who are going, oh, it's too scary, just get over it because he's worth playing. And, and to be fair, towards the end of the game, he becomes a bit more action-y yeah. and less sort of scary. So, all right. So I've got that finished. Uh, a Strange Dark 1, I finally got to the end of that as well. Yeah. So I finished all that off. Um, I've got to say, though, that game is bloody hard. Is it? It was bloody... You know you finished this. What are you talking about? Estranged. Estranged. Oh, I'm sorry. I was... Yeah, I was thinking of something else. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't find it. I mean, it's it's tough in spots. That final section where you're fighting against human people. Yeah. And where they've all got machine guns and you've only got like... You have six bullets and then you kill one and then you go to get his six bullets. Yeah, and your bit of health that you might have. Right, right. Yeah, you're, yeah that's true. That, that is tough. There's I literally there. finished the game with probably about two millimeters of health at the bottom <laughs> at the bottom of my cross right. um but something weird happened now i don't know whether this is because i played outlast for about three or four hours prior to this yeah but as i was playing towards the end of a strange all this weird stuff started happening like all these weird psychedelic colors on like the textures and stuff and I'm like what the hell is going on here this is weird this weird so I just put it down to the fact that it was a game that was a bit of a mod and that, and it was it was because of the game. So I thought oh, it must be something to do with uh, with a strange. It's nothing to do with my PC or anything. So then I finished the game, came out of it, and then when I went onto the internet, there was all these weird glitchy stuff coming up on the internet, like in, in the graphics and stuff. So I'm like, hmm. So I don't know whether my uh, graphics card was overheating a bit or there's some sort of issue, but it it was all a bit weird. So we'll see what happens next time. I, Put a fairly demanding game on it and see what happens. Yeah. But, but yeah, I maybe need to give it a clean. Might have to put me hey. on its side and give it a dust out to see what's going so. on inside. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got that finished. And then the final thing I've been playing this week is TXK. TXK? Yeah, which I've got to say, if you have a, a Vita, you've got to pick this up. What is it? It's, uh, it's by Jeff Minter. You know, okay. from Llamasoft, who did Tempest. So he made Tempest, you know, the one where you're on like a, a sort of grid and you're sort of going around the outside edge of it and all the enemies are coming down the grid and you're shooting at them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Tempest. Classic. Yeah, it's a oh, classic. Yeah. It's a Tempest classic. Is a beautiful game. Well, this is sort of 2014's update of Tempest. Oh, okay. I got With you. 
with cool, and I mean cool, house music. It is such yeah. a brilliant. <laughs> yeah, well, if you, if you have a look it up on uh, YouTube and just have a listen to the music, it's so good. See if you can find it. I will. What's it called? Uh, TXK. So see if you can find some music from TXK. Cause TXK. It is... TXK. It's, uh... I love Tempest back in the day. I didn't know this was out. Uh, 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 it, it, uh, uh. it looks like Tempest. It is. It is Tempest. It is, pretty much. Dude, does it work well? What is it on the... It works brilliantly well. It's only on... Sorry, it's on what? It's on, it's on the Vita only, I'm afraid. It's a Vita. Oh, no! Don't tell me that! <laughs> it's so good. This looks wicked. It is I wicked. I'm going to get me a Vita. I'm just kidding. But I do want to play it. That looks great. It is great. It is great. There's over, there's over 100 different designs for the levels. So there's Damn. 100 different designs for the levels. Uh, and then it's got cool power-ups. So that it has a jump power-up, yeah. which, which allows you to jump away You know when you get to the edge. So you can yeah. jump away. Uh, it has one called Super Trapper, yeah. which you get to use once a level. So you only get to use that once, and that destroys everything on, on the stage, and you get double the points for everything that's there. Uh, and then I'm trying to think what the other power... Oh, you get extra lives. Oh, and you get like a drone as well. That's really cool. You definitely need to get that when you get to the harder levels. Got to uh, have a drone, people. Come so on. So you have a drone that shoots on your behalf as well as you shooting. So nice. that, that becomes really <laughs> important. Very handy. Um, but then what it also does, and this is the coolest thing about it, right? So you have normal survival mode where you, yeah. where you sort of have to just survive as long as you can. Uh, and right. then you have the single solo mode, right, which right. is sort of starting from the beginning each time. Yeah. But then what it also allows you to do, it, it saves every time you end the level, it does a save. Right. But it saves it on the best you've performed on whatever level it is. Right. So you can start from any level that you got up to on the lives that you had and the points that you had. Yeah. So like, so if you got to level 10 and you had three lives, it will allow you to restart level 10 with three lives. Huh. That's interesting. So it's a cool little way of doing it as well. So it's got all those really rock-hard tropes of, you know, shooters. Yeah. But it sort of gives you the option of starting at any level that you've got to. Rather yeah. than having to start, unlike sort of, just um, well, did back in the day. Yeah, but if you think of something like Geometry Wars, though, that doesn't. Yeah. Right, that's that true. Wouldn't, that wouldn't allow you to start again or whatever. That's true. Whereas this does, and it's it's very cool, honestly. And it was only, I think it was only three ninety nine. Damn. So you have a Vita. You you have they got in some other format. I want to play I that. You've no excuse, and the soundtrack, like I say, is just well, yeah. I just heard five seconds of it. I'm hooked. And what he also does, which is cool, even when you get killed, the soundtrack just keeps on going or it'll change a little bit and then you start to bring it away, you go again, yeah. So yeah. he just gives you that, just have one more try again. You know, I like a lot of these types of games. But uh, yeah. Jeff Minter, British developer, I'll tell you what, he knows his stuff. He made the, vi- the visualizer on the 360 as well. Yeah. You know, the visualizer for music on the 360. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, he made that as well. So uh, this guy's been around a long time. And if you see a picture of him, he's just like, it's like some hobo with a beard. <laughs> he does nice. honestly. He does honestly to God. If you if you see Jeff Minter, he's just like a hobo. Hobo with the beard. Hobo, hobo with a shotgun. I had students telling me about hobo with a shotgun being like a movie to watch out for. Not I've never even heard of that. What is that? It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's it's gonna a be as a shotgun. It's just gonna be terrible, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's gonna be terrible. 
so yes so that's that's sort of what i've been playing this week really and um yeah i'm just debating what to sort of finish off next time at the moment trying to sort of mop up a few of the games you know that i've started but just not got around to finishing yeah yeah oh yeah so you know i've done i've done three today so i've added them to my list of completed games for 2014 so my list is uh ever expanding uh-huh and it is cool it's a nice feeling isn't it to get stuff done and see that sort of yep. cast at the end or whatever and you're like yeah another one finished so yeah i don't know i don't know i might start the swapper what do you think should i start oh hell yeah you should play the swapper it's yeah game. I, I haven't played that yet and um I've got it on my list of stuff to play, so I might do the swap, uh, or, uh, or I might go and attempt to at least get some some way further into uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Maybe I should play some more of that. Uh, you know, I started at Christmas. I played quite a lot of it, but I've, I've, I don't feel like I've played a ton of the story, but, you know. You see, the trouble is I never bloody get to the end of these open-worldy games. Because they're just I, too big, man. I know, they're too bloody big, though, aren't they? You know what I mean? You know, GTA Five. No problems, you know. Got to the end of that, but this. Well, that's the thing is that you probably at some point said, "Okay, GTA Five. I'm not going to go deal with every um, side mission, right?" Yeah, yeah. No, no. I just played the stories mainly. There I barely go. did any of the side stuff. Open world games. I know, I know. Maybe that's what I need to do. Yeah, it is. I don't need to. And the stuff coming out, I was so I so nearly bought Thief the other day. Oh, yeah. Huh? I almost bought it because it was like it was another. They, they were, they're still sort of doing the tempting twenty five percent off, and it's already got ten percent off. Yeah. So that would make it twenty quid. Oh, and I was I was tempted for twenty. I know, but then I think you know what? It'll just be another thing that I'll stick in my pile of not played stuff. Well, and and, and the other thing is that it's not even out yet. No, an infamous second son's coming out soon, so I'm sort of yeah, kind of holding out for that. Is that a PS4 exclusive? Or are they gonna put it on the PS3 as well? No, that's a PS4 exclusive. Ah. That's a PS4 people. Exclusive. And it does look bloody good as well. Well, yeah. It does look bloody good. I, games I was games are always bloody good. Yeah, but I was watching some um, gameplay footage the other day, and I've got to say, graphically, you know, you can tell that that is a next-generation game. You know, it is, it is looking pretty bloody sharp. Oh, that's cool. You know, lots of very sort of almost realistic-looking stuff in it, you know. So, yeah. it's so sharp. Everything's just so sharp-looking. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of holding out, you know, on starting anything else at the moment. And, and there's been it. obviously the the big Ubisoft sale. I nearly bought Rainbow Six Vegas too. I nearly bought that. Oh, that's a classic game. I know. I know. It's and still I still need to play. Like that's the thing about that game is that it's it's not just like you know the multiplayer is good, but it's not just about the multiplayer. It's also about like the the single player is a good game. Yeah. So I nearly bought that. I nearly bought Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Yeah. Because that's had good re- that got good reviews, so I need to bought that. But then in the end, I just went, nope, I'm gonna nope. resist. I'm gonna play what I got. I'm gonna play what I've got and resist. So yeah. that's what I did. Right. Um, I guess we should move on then, and we should we should move to the meat of our show, which this. So, week, as if we only said, Chini were here, that no, if only Chini was here, uh, which was as we said, first person shooters. So uh, anyway. <laughs> not exactly a theme song but it's a good sound and it is about a first person shooter yeah i guess you could have some you know an appropriate sound from a game that sort of exemplifies what we're going to talk about there you go so what's the first person shooter you ever played um the first first person shooter i ever played was doom really you didn't play wolfenstein 3d no i didn't because i'll tell you why 
because I got off You're my a loser. I'm just kidding. My first ever PC I inherited off my brother. Uh huh. And it was a Windows 95, and it had a one gig hard drive on it. Did it now? And I think, and I can't remember totally, but I think it only had 64 megs of RAM. Uh huh. Something like that. And no, and I inherited a few games off him. So off him, I got um, Doom. I think yeah. that's one of the games I got off him. And, and remember, some of these have been out for a while. So I got Doom. I think I had Quake. Uh, and then, obviously, I'm trying to think what else came after that. I'm trying to think what other stuff he gave me with it. He gave me a lot of games with it. But I couldn't afford games back then. So, that, you know, I used to inherit stuff off my brother all the time. Yeah. Uh, but Doom, oh. and, I, and I, you know, when I remember... Oh, you played Doom. Yeah, my, my mate was a huge Doom fan. How yeah. old were you when you played Doom? Oh, God. Uh, when did it come out? That's a good question. Uh-huh. Did you get it right when it came out? No, I've no idea. Because, like I say, I inherited it off my brother, so it may well have been out for a couple of years when I got to play yeah. it. Right. Just a Let me have a look when it came out, and I'll tell you how old I was. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that I was out. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, Chinny's here. Hey! Um, He's here, yeah. 1993, so that's 20 years ago, isn't it? Is that right? Uh-huh. So, or give or take, 20 years ago, so I'd have been uh, 20. So I was 20 when Doom came out. Uh, I'm 20. I didn't think it was that old. That noise. Yeah, I didn't think it was that old, to be honest. It's old. No, uh-huh. I didn't think I was that old. I thought oh, I was right. younger. Yeah. I thought I was younger. So yeah, so that's that's when it came out back in 1993. So yeah, I would have been about 20 years old. But my friend was a huge Doom fan. I remember him telling me about it. And he was going, "Oh, it's just such brilliant! It's like the best game you'll ever play. It's just amazing." Um, and I, you know, and I remember playing it, and and it's kind of interesting because it, it really did. You know, like you said, Wolfenstein was more the first, what you would consider, you know, mainstream first-person shooter. Yeah, and I think there were games prior to that that you would consider a first-person shooter, but that was the first one that was more in the mainstream, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, shall we see if we can get him on? Yeah, sure. On? Let's see if we can get it. Has he? Has he come? Has he come? Or is he? Oh, wait a minute. Let's see. Let's let's add him to the call. See if he comes. Here we go. Is he actually going to arrive? That's uh, nice. oh. What the what? Ring, what, what? ring, 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 ring. Hello. Ring, hey. ring, ring. Ring, ring. Well, I'll tell you what, that quarter to nine thing didn't work, did it? No, it fucking didn't. No, it freaking didn't. <laughs> no. I did text you, though. No, I saw that. I saw I did, I did text you. I did what, what, time did you what time did you go into the theatre? Um, half seven. What? <laughs> Are you thinking, like, oh, this will be done by nine? Yeah. That's what he I thought. Knew it. He knew it wasn't going to be done by nine, but that's fine. Here, how about this? No, originally, I'm gonna give you an order. Never go into a movie uh, on Sunday ever again. We you forbid go. you to ever go originally, into a movie ever again. We was gonna go at five o'clock. Yeah, that oh, yeah. would have worked better. That would have worked better, but then yeah, I couldn't. Think about us a little more. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm saying, uh, guys, I've uh, gone on a podcast, so this half past seven shit ain't gonna work out. So. Yeah, and they no. said, screw you, we're going then if you don't want to come with. Yeah, you're exactly. lost, exactly. punk. Well, you've, you've missed the whole first part of the show, and we're just getting into first-person shooters literally just now. First-person shooters! So we're literally, literally just starting, and I'm going to stop saying it because everyone says literally on podcasts. Literally. Literally. 
So have you been talking Everything about like you... the the the, 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 lo- the newest latest games? Um, yeah, Duke, have you played any like new, cool, <laughs> exciting, brand oh, new well, games? He has played Minecraft, baby. Oh, welcome to 2012. Like I was telling right, Stu, right. I've gotten totally in love with Minecraft, and it's really ridiculous that I'm getting into it now because it's, you know, ten years late. What was he what? like? like yeah. yeah, pretty silly. Yeah. So yeah, we just Wait, started talking. talking. Duke, Can you hear the echoes too? Yeah, we were fine until you came. It's your fault. Fuck off. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Duke. Um, Duke was just asking me what my first first-person shooter was. Yeah, what uh, was yours? Mine was Doom. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What was yours? Uh, Goldeneye, probably. Goldeneye. Yeah. I never. You know what? I never liked first-person shooters. Do you know what was kind of weird, right? And I was just saying about this. When I played Doom back in the day, I thought, how cool is this? It's got secret rooms, cool weapons. You've got a dude on the screen. Every time he gets shot, his face gets more disfigured and all this cool stuff. And then when it came up, came up on Xbox Live Arcade, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll get Doom again because that was cool. And then you play it now, and it's still kind of cool because you're like, yeah, this was one of the first ever, like, you know, trendsetters for everything that came afterwards as first-person shooters. But yeah. you can't look up or down. You can only shoot left and right. So you can only move left yeah, and right, right, you know. Yeah, and strafe. And even if something was on a platform really high up and you just aimed in its general direction, it would shoot it even though you were clearly not pointing anywhere near its direction. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know what? I'll tell a lie. My first first person shooter would have been Torok. Oh yeah, Torok with the dinosaurs. Torok, yeah. On the was that N64? on the N sixty four? Yeah, it was. Yeah. God. Yeah. Because I never, I used to look at first person games, and I just never liked the look of them. Huh. And I always preferred third person games, or you know, side scrollers and all whatever. But God damn, this like iron them. pickaxe kicks ass. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Do you know why? Do you know why they made Doom as a first-person shooter? There's a little story about that, isn't there? I'm sure you'll tell me. Do you not know? You know that. Do you know? Do you know, Duke? No. No. The reason that they made it as if it wasn't going to be a first-person shooter originally was it not? No, it wasn't. Um, but they realised that uh, by making it a first-person, it was less sort of intensive on the graphics. Huh. Because obviously you were only you were only. Oh, wait, what was it supposed to be? It was supposed to be. I'm assuming, as far as I remember, it was meant to be like a third person game. So you uh, would see, you I would guess. see the guy. So because you don't have to draw yeah. the guy. That's right. And because you have a smaller field of vision too, as part of it, I'm sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember when I was back in the day. Back in the day, uh, I remember playing uh, Red Commander, I guess, or. What is it? Red Gorilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the originals? Right. Red I had trouble with it. Red Faction, thank you. Because I had trouble with it because I felt like the field of vision was too narrow. I've been playing a lot of um, Star Wars Battlefront, you know, and that's a third-person game. You could switch to first-person if you wanted, but it was mostly third-person. No, and knows. Yeah, I know. But, uh, you know, it was this thing where I played... I tried to play Red Faction back in the day, so... And I was, I was like, man, I was like, no, I can't see enough. I needed the peripheral vision thing. 
So I was I was also not into first person shooters for a little while. Cool. Uh, and there's another interesting fact here about uh, Doom was that uh, although much was drawn or painted, several of the monsters were built from sculptures in clay or latex, and some of the weapons are toy guns from Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> That's awesome. How cool is that? But yeah, I'm sure I've heard. I'm sure I've heard that when they did it uh, to try and sort of reduce the the intensity of the graphics, because obviously computers back in the day weren't able to render stuff as quickly. They got rid of a, a like a, a protagonist, so you so it just ran. And yeah. it might have been Wolfenstein that did that first of all, obviously. But yeah, that's that's why that's where it sort of kind of came from. Yeah, the first person shooter genre. Well, there you go. So there you go. Uh, you've got a story about Wolfenstein, haven't you? I do. I was uh, in the St. Petersburg newspaper because of my love for Wolfenstein back in the day. Yeah. And uh, they put this ad out that was like, hey, do you play video games? We want to be in touch. Let's talk. And I was like, yeah, I play video games. And they're like, dude, we want to do a story. And I was like, okay, we could do a story, I guess. And they came to my dorm room and they took pictures of me and all that stuff. It was, uh, it was really cool. Because I got yeah. to be in the game in the in the what's it? I remember the picture of, of you, and they said, and they yeah. said, um, he, do, if you want to reach Eric, he has three, <laughs> three emails. Three emails. He's oh, such so a hacksaw wizard. <laughs> he's a he's a nerd. Well, that's how you be a hacksaw back in the day, man. <laughs> it was like I remember. I remember back then, my mate, uh, his friend worked for British Telecom. Yeah, and he used to have you know one of these cool phones that could use the internet, right? Yeah. Which nobody had because he was like an engineer for British Telecom. He had one of these cool phones that could use the internet, and they used to use that to go and play online. But this is like donkeys years ago, and it used to be like, look what I've got! I've got this cool phone that goes on the internet. Uh, <laughs> classic. That was like impressive. Because oh, that's the was. thing is that like it's always. You know, it's a thing that it's impressive at first and then it isn't. But, you know, I'm sure that soon enough people will be making fun of us. Like, oh, you used to play games on the Internet. You thought that was cool. Now we just do it over the air. It's just in the air. You just put your headset on and away. Well, like, you think about it. When when people used to, um, you know, like the, the, the idea of the Internet, you have to have a wire. Remember oh, yeah. that? And you used to be like holding cables around your house and like through the house and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. everything's wireless. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I remember doing that. I remember we doing used that. to have sex with things that weren't robots. What? <laughs> That's what people would be saying eventually. Oh, I was going to say, what are you going on about? What are you Train. About? You never yeah. asked me what I was like, by the way, did you? Hey, what were you? You watched we're, a movie. We watched your movie, Lego video game movie. We know yeah. that because I've already told it's not, people. Oh, it's not a Lego video game movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Lego, Lego movie. movie. Lego Whatever. game movie video. It's a video game of it. Movie game. Yeah, there is. Thing. Uh. All right. All right. I just thought we'd get So, what do you think? You like it? It was good. It is good. It is good. good. It is funny. It is very funny. It has some funny bits. Funny I love the fact that everything moves like Lego. It's very good. It just looks like a stop-motion film, which obviously it isn't. Well, there is. It is and it isn't. It is, but it's obviously computer-generated stop-motion. Some of it is. Yeah. It's very good, though. Very well made. The faces are animation. Some of the movements are real, though. You think so? Yep. Mm, I thought it was just very clever, you know, computer-generated no, no, no. stuff. No, that's that not like stop-motion. That's the real Lego pieces. Some no, of it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
But he's very good though. Whichever, whatever they did, he's cool. It is cool. Yep. So yeah, Doom. Doom was the first one I played, and then I played Quake. Do you play Quake? Nope. Original Quake. Quake. I never two. played Quake. No. Quake two. Nope. 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 See, and in Quake, I'm sure in Quake and Quake two, you could look up and down as well as left and right. Um, I'm sure they, they introduced looking up and down as well in that game. That that was something, man. It was something. It yeah. was something. Um, and then I didn't, I didn't obviously, I didn't get a new computer then for a while, so I couldn't really keep up with the sort of new stuff that came out. And it wasn't for me until I got my 360 that I played Doom Three because that was backwards compatible. Yeah. And um, there wasn't a lot of games available for the 360 when it launched, as we know. As we uh, know. Yeah, and three of them were, were first-person shooters that I played. Or two of them, and then I played one later. Yeah, two of them, which was Quake 4. Yeah. Which, even though now I look at it and think, yeah, it's a bit pumped. Which we, which we played for like a retro review. We did. We did. And that. shit. And it really is retro now, isn't it? It's even it is more crap. Um. But I remember playing it and thinking, this is cool. Look how cool this looks, right? And my uh, mate Feng Chewy came around, Feng Chewy. And he was like, how great does this look on a console? So even he was amazed. So Well, people get amazed by saying, maybe I'm amazed at the way the game looks different. Yeah. it is, But it is, uh, I think, how times... Changed because that was a launch title, you know, so that was right at the beginning. But it did show that games that would have only normally run on a PC would run on a 360. I guess. You know what I mean? And I guess that's what it kind of showed, which was cool. You know, that yeah. did that. So what about you, Duke? What was, what was after Wolfenstein for you then? Um, After Wolfenstein, well, you know, Myst was a first-person puzzle game, which was important. Um, But I didn't play a lot of first-person shooters for a while. Because, so, in college, you know, it was mostly RPGs and stuff and Mist. And then, once we graduated, you know, the PS1 came out. And I don't remember playing any first-person shooters on that. Um, Were there any really cool first-person shooters on the PS1? I don't remember any. Do you remember any, Ginny? No, look mainly like platformers and, and third-person. I'm trying games. to remember. I mean... Uh, they did do a port of Half-Life on the... Was that the PS2? That would have been the PS2, though, wouldn't it? Dark Forces, that was a good one. Yeah, that was on PS2. I'm just trying no, to think. that was PS1? No, Half-Life was a PS2 game, though, the port that they did. Right. I was talking about Dark Forces. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that? Star Wars one, that was classic. Ah, so that was the first-person shooter, was it, on the PS1? Yeah. Right. But yeah, I don't remember too many on the PS1, I must admit. They were more like, more sort of platformers and action-adventure games, weren't they? they yeah, really. I'm looking at a list of all the first-person shooters right now, and Resident Evil Survivor, Power Slave, what the hell is that? Yeah. Disruptor, Medal of Honor Underground. Oh, that might have been, Wars. yeah, that's, that was popular, isn't it? It still is, or was a popular franchise, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I did used to play that, yeah. yeah. Anything else, Anything that really stands out that you go, oh yeah, that was a well, Star Wars Battlefront and Battlefront 2, those were the big ones. That was um, the one that like brought me back into shooters, really. Yeah, but they, they were on the PS2, not the PS1, right. weren't they? Right, but I'm saying PS, Well, let's, well, let's move on to PS2 then in that case, seeing if you, yeah. as you've mentioned it. Oh, yeah. So, so it wouldn't be Battlefront for you, would it, on the PS2? Oh, Battlefront. What Battlefront. a game. And that was the game, man. Was that the game? 
It was the game because it was like they did such a great job with making it um, fun. You know what I mean? Like it didn't take itself too seriously, and there were classes. And uh, yeah, I really got into it. And I also the other thing is that I found a good group of people to play with, and that makes a big difference because if you don't have a decent group, then you're just going to be like drifting around, and you know it's like if you don't find a good Rust server, like you're going to have a hard time. Yeah, no, I understand. I mean, I bought, as you know, Star Wars Battlefront 2 for the PC. Yeah? I thought it was terrible. Really? Yeah, yeah that's right. well, you know I did. You know I did. Well, that's because you played it so late. Maybe. I don't know. I'll well, be maybe, honest with you. I, I, can, I can forgive things for being sort of aged, you know, or sort of, you know. I can look back on stuff, you know, and go, right, well, this game's from however long ago. So yeah. I can accept that it's not going to be up to the standards today, but I really didn't get it. I really didn't get it. It was it just seemed quite boring, really. I don't know what to tell you, dude. You're wrong because it's no, awesome. yeah, no. And I'm not I'm not arguing with you at all. I'm just sort of saying, you know, that was my interpretation of it. I guess your wrong interpretation. I'm okay. Okay. I'm just playing. Uh, and what about you, Chini? What what was up up next for you, first person shooter wise? Uh, so I never had a PlayStation 2. No. So you were GoldenEye. Uh, Turok was first, then GoldenEye. And then um, on the PC, I played Soldier of Fortune 2. Oh, God, I played I haven't got it on my list, but yes, I played Soldier of Fortune I never played the campaign. I just played it online. No, I only played the campaign. I didn't play it online. How I, I played that constantly. I played that like people play Call of Duty now. Just yeah. constantly. That game was rock hard as well. It was the first game that I played properly online. Well, the first game I ever played online was Worms Armageddon. But yep. uh, but Soldier of Fortune 2 was like me and my brother were just mad on Soldier of Fortune 2. I think what was it. also funny about that game, it was the first like full sort of body demolishing physics, wasn't it? You know, no, well, look, for me, no, it wasn't because on the, online it never did that. It never did, did it? Oh, oh yeah. my so God. I, when people talked about that, I was like, I don't know, I never see any of that, because online they just die. I mm. remember showing my brother-in-law, right? <laughs> and I had it, because he, he gave you the option, he said, would you like to turn on full sort of body dismemberment physics or whatever? So I was like, okay, then. So I turned all this stuff on, right? And I remember my brother-in-law coming around, and I'm like, you've got to see this, right? And I killed this dude with a shotgun. And then I just kept on shooting him, and there was just bits flying everywhere. Right? And when I think back on that, now I think... It was a bit wrong, really. <laughs> you were like, check this out. This is I, awesome. was, I was. I was like, look at this. And like, when you finished, there was literally nothing. He was like, like uh, yeah. we think we need to get counseling for him. He yeah, was, yeah. Way. It was just like a bloody like, hole. I was like, how cool is this? <laughs> uh, but I remember it looking, I'll, I'll bet if I saw it now, I'd think, God, that looks proper ropey. But back then, I thought, God, this looks amazing. <laughs> Look at this game! How cool is that? Well, yeah, I bet it. I bet it isn't that great now. Oh no, no. But I used to play it online constantly. Because didn't they do? Enough, wasn't there a new version came out not that long ago? Yeah, it was yeah, terrible. It was, it was awful. Yeah, it was awful. But it was. Yeah. It was like online. It was like Call of Duty now. Like just a load of people playing it. Just. Oh, it was class. I remember as well in the single player game there were there were sort of full on shooty shooty sections and there was stealth in it as well i remember there being stealth sections in the single well, like i said i played you have no idea oh. have you <laughs> you're like stealth what is that no i heard of stealth 
I just yeah. remember the maps. There's a building one. There's a mansion one. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a good game. It was a good game. But I've forgotten all about that until you just mentioned it again. Though. Yeah, that was a big big moment for me. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that. The other big moment for me on the PS2 era, I never had a PlayStation 2, but my friend did. My uh, brother my brother had a PlayStation 1 and a PlayStation 2, so I never had the need to have one because no, my brother had one. One of your own. Yeah. And that was Feng Chewy. And I used to go around to his house quite a lot and play, you know, if we were sort of had a, a sort of day when we were off at the same day, we would go around, you know, and play games and stuff. And um, I remember going round to his house and we played Time Splitters 2 in co op. And that game was just great. Yeah, that was good game. That was a good game, actually. Yeah, it was great. Um, and uh, you know, it's interesting because we we often get asked the question, you know, if there was a game reboot, what game would it be? And I'm, I often struggle to think of a game that I would like to see rebooted. Do you know who made Time Splitters? Like, do you know the people behind it? I do, I do, but I can't think for the life of me who it's it the people was. that made Goldeneye. That's right. You're right. It was. Yeah. You're right. It was. But that was that was such a good game, and it was so clever. Because I remember there was a section of it where you were doing stuff in different time zones to each other, something really weird. And it was split screen, but you were seeing totally different things to each other. And it, it sort of totally married together. It was just such a clever game. You know, Very I good. playing that. And, co- and it was the first proper, it was the first ever time I ever played proper co-op with anyone. You know, yeah. it's split screen. And uh, yeah, Time Splitters 2, that was such a great game. Did you ever play Time Splitters, Duke? No, oh, I never played any of those. Yeah, that was a great. I feel like game. I lost something by not playing it. Yeah, you know what? Well, you know, I often think that with never having a Nintendo, you know, never being in the in the Nintendo yeah. camp, that I've missed out on a whole chunk of. And I think that's probably why now when I do play Nintendo games, I'm not that attached to any of them. Yeah. You know, I never go, oh, New Zelda or anything like that. Because yeah, but I don't, and I did have a Nintendo upbringing. I guess. You know. Because like but... apparently the new Mario games are brilliant, but I don't, I don't. I, Mario, Super Mario World is one of my favourite games ever. But yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of with you. You know, I have no compulsion. You know, they don't. I can take them or leave them. You know, I think they're all good, but I'm not like crazy. I'm not going mental about playing them. The last so one that I really, them. really liked was Pikmin. Right. Pikmin was my last kind of Nintendo game that I liked a lot. Yeah. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Forget about it. Forget about it. So, yeah. so moving on from the, did you have an original Xbox, Chini? Yeah. Yeah. So what? You, what we've got to talk, I guess, about Halo, haven't we? Really? Yeah. The reason I bought one was because me and Marsh, good friend, uh, were chucked out of HMV because we played Halo for two hours. Let's <laughs> rename that shit to Galo. Me and Marshall have always That's been. Funny, uh, have always been and still are. Um, fascinated with co-op games. We we uh, we love uh, co-op games. Anything co-op, we yeah. will play. Even if it's awful, we just play it because we just enjoy playing co-op games together. And Halo was the first. The thing that struck me about Halo wasn't the fact that it was a first-person shooter that you could play with your friend, because there's other games that could do that. Like um, uh, Spec Ops was a was a big kind of favorite of ours on the original Xbox days. But the and on his PS2 as well. But the, the the thing about Halo that was so amazing was you could be on foot and then you could get in a Warthog and then there was even a level where you could get in a Banshee and that blew our mind. The the little Banshee on the back, the alien flying craft on the back where you could fly it, 
like was that was the selling that the image sold the game to us because yeah. the fact that you could go from air to land to to any you know that was just amazing to us so so that i mean i'm just i'm just trying to think you see because when I, obviously i never played halo until i got my 360 mm-hmm. but it was one of the first games i bought because at the time there was very little to play on the 360 yeah. And because I'd never had a PS2 or an Xbox, original Xbox, there was quite a few games that I could, you know, play on backwards compatibility. And I remember, you know, we've talked about it recently with the PS4 and the Xbox One and gone, how important is backwards compatibility? Well, not so much now, is it? Nah. Because, you know, they've released quite a few games already. And I know there's still not a ton of games to play, but there's stuff to play. But on the 360, it was kind of really important for someone like me who'd never owned any of the other systems. I because... don't know. I, I, I've never thought backwards compatibility no i think it was for me though because i got i got my 360 and i didn't have anything to play yeah and at the time i didn't have a gaming pc or anything like that so i was really limited as to what i could play so i remember sort of you know scouring what was on the backwards compatibility list and then buying them cheap because they were all really cheap to buy as well so like the original halo and halo 2 uh, and I think I got I got a Star Wars game as well. That was quite cool. That was the first Rogue game. Squadron by any chance? Yeah, Rogue Squadron. Yeah, so I got that as well. That was a first person shooter. That was quite quite a good game actually. It was so, a good game. Yeah, so I got that. I got Half Life Two, which just didn't work for about three updates. Yeah. Um, and what else did I get? Oh, and Doom Three. So I got a load of stuff. And I remember taking my 360 around to another mate of mine, uh, Stanny. I went around to his one night and we had a few beers and stuff. And I took my 360 around and we played Halo 2 in co-op because they had two controllers. And I remember it was sitting good. There. It was still, but, but I'd never played Halo in co-op because yeah. I didn't oh, realize... If you, you haven't played Halo before, it would be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't realize you could play the original Halo in co-op. Oh, yes. I th- no, I thought it was just single player, you see. So no, I hadn't that's realized. That's why we bought it. Yeah. See, I had a friend who went nuts with Halo and I was like, I never really got into it. I played the first one and I mean, you know... It's a decent first-person shooter, but he was so excited about the story, and I was like, I played this game, and I was like, this story is really not all that great, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, and to be honest with you, I've got to say, I, Halo 3 is probably only the one of the few games where I've got wrapped up in all the hype, you know, when it came out. Yeah, well, I remember the hype for that game was quite something. Oh, it was off the charts. My friend was just in, you know, he was obsessed with Halo, and when that we saw that trailer in the movie theater. That was one of the first times we ever saw a trailer in a movie theater for a video game. And that was something, man. We were blown away. And I remember, I remember saying, like, oh, I'm not going to bother buying it, for, you know, on opening. And then everybody's like, we're going to be playing it. You know, we're going to be playing this in call. We're going to be playing it. And then you're like, got to play it. Got to play it. And I remember the, the morning of release or the day of release, you know, they did like a midnight launch everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I remember going to the supermarket at like 7 o'clock in the morning to get a copy and then I could play it that night when I got home and I remember coming home and then putting it in and it's like amazing cutscenes and stuff because it was you know apart from sort of Gears of War it was one of the first massive releases on the 360 wasn't it yeah and I remember coming home and playing with like three other people and it was like oh, four player yeah. yeah four player co-op and I was like this is so cool but it was sort of, but then you had someone who was like, I remember someone being in the game who was a bit of an arse who kept just running off ahead of everybody else, killing everything, and then dragging everybody else through because when you got to a certain point, you just got dragged through, didn't you? See, that's always a problem when you're doing co-op. Cause yeah. It's like, and, and he kept trying to, you know, uh, because he'd already played through it or played halfway through it or whatever, kept on trying to skip all the cutscenes as well. 
So, so I just remember getting really pissed off going, I haven't seen any of these yet. Stop it. (laughs) Getting really annoyed at him. Um, But yeah, I remember getting to the end of that and thinking it was good, but I wasn't like massively blown away going, that's the best thing I've ever played or anything like that, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, Halo, I mean, you know, I still admire Halo for what it did. You know, and and that you know whatever you say about those games, they sell by the bucket load, don't they? Well, yeah, they sell by the bucket load. Bucket loads. So going back a little bit to the more beginning of the early part of the 360, uh, what about Call of Duty Two? Yeah, I, I played all the Call of Duties. The Call of Duty games remind me when um, the early ones remind me when uh, my dad was in hospital because uh, he had like this brain condition. So um, yeah, like. When, uh, yeah, there, there was times where just my mum was just on her own. So what I'd do is I'd just kind of be in the same room as her and play Call of Duty. She wasn't fussed. Like, she really, she, she just wanted company. So I'd play that in front of her and she liked it because she's deaf. So she doesn't really mind not mm. watching TV. So she just used to like the, the action and stuff. And I played it on Veteran and she was just like, why do you play it? Because it's so hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, watching you get killed over yeah, and over and like, over again. You just keep dying over and over again. And then she would she would get into it and be like, oh, you need to do it that time. And then she was like, yeah, she did it. So that, that, that's what Call of Duty 2 and 3 remind me of. Because I played those both on the, sort of on the, I think, like, yeah, that's what the same, same, uh, oh, phone call. Call. hang on. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. Yep. Yeah. Okay, bye, bye, bye. Uh, now, uh, I played Call of Duty. Was that your phone then? I thought it was Jukes. Yeah, it is Jukes. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was you then. Oh, you got me then. Yeah. Uh, so has Juke gone to answer the phone? I think he has. Uh, can I just say that? You're a prick. Yeah, you knobhead. No, while, while he's Big. gone, though, while he's gone, I did mention it at the very beginning of the show, right? I thought I'd beat your bloody score on, on bloody Flappy Bird. Why? What did you think it was? Uh, well, it was 113, right? Your score. score. Yeah, your high score was 113. It was 113. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me come to it. So I got 140, and I'm like, yes! yes. Went on to look. 100 and bloody 20. 120. Ah, oh, it's just like, you've got to be kidding. I did that today as well. I know you did. I know you did, because at the start of the day, 113, and I was playing it while uh, Kay, was, Kay and Millie were watching Dancing on Ice or whatever, so I thought I'll, you know, see if I can beat Ginny's score. But I hadn't been on the scoreboards to check, had I? Ah, uh, classic so, mistake. I know, so that moment of elation where I was going, yes, I'll beat you, Ginny, I'll beat you. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, dude. So are you still addicted then? I'm totally addicted. Man. Um, not really. I wouldn't say addicted. I'll just play it now and again. Like, have, you got and again people, have you got people on your list that are higher than you then? The, the, the only person that was higher than me was Jimmy, my nephew. Right. He had 113. Right. And I matched his score, 113. And then today, I uh, I beat his score. And I said, Jim, I beat his score. But go. I've decided, I've decided I'm going to stop playing right because I know. Because I'm only really playing to try and add a beat your score and Millie's because Millie's got 118 now on a huddle. Right. Right. But I've decided I'm going to stop playing because I know if I beat either of you, you're just going to beat me again. I'm just going to end up keep playing it forever. Or I'll beat you with a brick. Yeah, maybe maybe I should hit myself with a brick every time I'm tempted to play it. Yeah, I yeah. think you should do that and film it. That might be better. That might be better. Yeah. But yeah, so we've done all the Halo stuff. So let, yeah, Call of Duty 2. Call of Duty 2. I didn't get this till later. It's Call of Duty 2. It's a good game. It's a good game. It is a good game. 
and it's kind of cool. You know, kind of cool. We did this one as a retro review too. We did, and I played it and finished it, and it stood up. It did it stand, stand up. It stand stood up. up. Although there was a, it, there's a bit where you have to go up a hillside or something, and that was bloody rock. If I remember rightly, there was a bit up a hill, and there was a bit in a town where you had to go and empty out all the houses towards yeah. the end, and that was bloody hard as hell. By the way, for those who were wondering, I have found all the charcoal in the game now, so I'm good. Oh, uh, good. Well, yeah. you know, I'll sleep easier tonight for now. Yeah, I know. People are worried. You don't have to be worried, people. What game are you talking about? Minecraft. Minecraft, of course. You couldn't find any coal. Oh. Yeah. It was struggling now I found it, so I'm good. Yeah. All right. But yeah, COD 2. And then the other one I'd like to mention is um, Condemned. Although not a first-person shooter as such, but he did have guns in it. Horror game. There was onto something there in Condemned, because look at all the the Amnesia-type games now. If they'd have just ran with it, that that idea. Yeah. And to be honest with you... Fear went the other way, didn't it? Fear just went turned into a shooter, but if they... If they had stripped everything back, then there would have been a head of Mind you, to be fair, the original fear was a was a proper shooter anyway. Yeah. That was always a shooter, but with scary elements. There was there was onto something, you know. There were I mean condemned, when you think about it, that really, when you think that was like a forerunner to Amnesia and, and those types of games, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Because it, it totally was like that. It took the goods away, which was a big feature of it. Like, it had a gun. But if you found the gun, you were, there was like two bullets and then that was it. There was no more ammo or anything. Yeah, a big feature of it was melee combat, wasn't it? That's why. Yeah, whereas I guess Amnesia took it one step further and took away all of that altogether. I was saying I finished... At- Slenderman was the first sort of game to do it where they just went, oh, no, it's just a game where you walk around and get scared. No, no, Slender- Slenderman came out after Amnesia. Oh, was it Amnesia, was it? Yeah, it was Amnesia. Well, Penumbra really was the first one. That, that came before Amnesia by the same developers. Yeah. So they made a game called Pandora. Oh, Amnesia was the first big one. Yeah, was the first one that got a lot of sort of attention. Yeah. Uh, but I was saying I finished Outlast today. Uh-huh. Outlast, I got that finished. Um, I'm kind of interesting. I didn't mention this earlier. But you know, like, Greg's constant, like, complaint about not being able to pick up a knife in The Last of Us. Uh-huh. Right? Well... I'll be honest with you. Not so much knives, because they, they make sure there's no knives around that you could have picked up and used as a weapon. But there is a part of the game where you're held hostage in a cell, right? And then you escape, and there are, like, saw blades and knives and shit like that on a tray next to where you're being held captive. Right. Now, if that was real, there ain't no way you would have left all those weapons there without taking something with you to try and defend yourself rather than running and hiding in cupboards all the time or under beds. Oh, you'd have took something. Yeah, and, and that, that it kind of makes a bit more sense in this game than it does in The Last of Us, because in The Last of Us you still have weapons and stuff, but in this way you don't have anything. If you suddenly had the chance to get one, you would definitely be getting one. Yeah. And in addition to that, there's another part of the game where you go in like a, a recreation room and there's like snooker cues on a table. Right. You would be picking one of those up, wouldn't you? To defend yourself, at least. Is it snooker cues or pool, pool cues? Well, pool cues, snooker cues, whatever. Yeah, they're Probably, thicker. Yeah, pool cues, but you would definitely be getting one of those, wouldn't you? To, you'd be picking up anything to defend I don't know. Like, yeah, I suppose you would, but they're not very thick, are they? No, no. Would do a know, lot of damage. No, but, you know, most of these are just crazy people, you know, that yeah. are running after you and stuff. I mean, there's, there's two particular inmates that just have the dongs hanging out every time you see them. Oh, yeah. Well, they're heard of the penis. Yeah, well, they kind of are. They kind of are. They have the, and they're always sort of whispering to you. Are they from Birmingham, by any chance? They might be. But they're always whispering to you through the bars and stuff, like weird stuff. 
So whenever right. you come across them, you can't really hear until you get up close what they're saying, and then they're like. I just beat my high score in Angry Birds, uh, Flappy Birds, by the way. Have you? What have you got now? Uh, 133. You see, that's why I said there's no point in me beating it. See, so I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop playing it now. That's it. I'm not playing it anymore. You just said like, oh, you know, would you, would, you know, would I beat it if you bet my score? So I was like, hey, that's what I mean. Know. That's what I mean. I'll have another go. See if I can beat my score. I did. I know <laughs> you would. I know you would. So that's I'll, why I'm just going to play it. Stop playing that. Anyway, that's a little diversion because because Outlast, I guess, is a first-person game. You know, not necessarily first-person. Not first-person shooter though. But it is a first-person game. Um, so let's just go go back again, I guess, to uh, Half Life. Because I did play yes. this on my PC. This was one of the first uh, games I played on the on when I once I got a sort of PC that was capable of running something other than a calculator program. I was like, yes, Half Life. Um, I think that still stands up pretty well today. I mean, it is it is ropey. Don't get me wrong. And obviously, I played the updated version you know, on the mod that they released. Um, Black Mesa. is it Black Mesa? Yeah, Black Mesa. Yeah, Black Mesa mod, wasn't it? That was. You uh, should know you played it. I know, yeah, released it as standalone. And, but the controls are exactly the same as the original, so even though it was running on the Half-Life 2 engine, it's still everything else was almost identical to what you got in the original Half-Life. Uh-huh. Um, but it is a great game. I mean, it, I think what it did, you know, it, it sort of took first-person games from just that visceral shooting stuff to death to actually having a proper story narrative. You know, and and sort of uh, sort of having that sort of proper story and no cutscenes and stuff, and like actually, there was more to it than just shooting stuff. And and I know we've had this argument quite a few times on here as to whether you'd class Half Life and Half Life Two as first person shooters at all, really. Yeah, well, yeah, it's sort of blurred lines, isn't it? But they definitely have traits of first person. Yeah. Um, they have traits of first-person shooters because you know, um, they're they're more like first-person shooters than Amnesia. Oh yeah, for sure, because they have shooting, and it's in first-person Exactly. But what's kind of cool, and you, you often forget this, there was no zoom on any of the weapons in, in oh. sort of early. That's a weird thing. You go back and look at these ancient games, and you're like, "Whoa, what the what?" There's no like iron sights. If you had, a, if you got a sniper rifle, there was a zoom. You know, obviously. Yeah, iron sight was a big thing, and sprinting as well. There was no sprinting in early, nope. early games like this. There was sprinting in Half Life, I think, because you had to do sprint to jump further. Because obviously was there, there was sprinting an... in Half Life Two. Yes, because there's an element of because um... you remember your suit used to wear down as you were sprinting. Did it? Yeah. Yeah, you could definitely sprint in Half-Life too because you had to. Oh, yeah, but it was like a bar though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bar, yeah. And the same for swimming because if you if you I went up the water. There was, there was, I forgot what game it was now. There was a war game and it wasn't Call of Duty or Medal of Honor or anything. It was like some weird, like never made a sequel or anything. Um, and it had sprinting in it. I was like, oh God, this is lame. And then I found out Call of Duty 4 was going to have sprinting and I was like, oh no, they're just jumping the shark. And now every first person shooter's got sprinting there. And obviously, Outlast relies on sprinting because <laughs> that's all you do all the time. Travel game relies on sprinting. Excuse me, folks. I have to go blow my nose because I'm going to. Oh. Ooh. Bye. Bye. Uh, oh. But yeah, Half Life Two. Two thousand. Can you believe that's ten years old? By the way, Half Life Two. All right. What's up with that? Two thousand and four. That game came out. And don't get me wrong. I mean, by today's standards, you know, it doesn't stack up totally against sort of modern. 
first-person shooters. Well, but do you know what? Even that aside, though, it was still and still is for me a great game. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate that the the boat section was way too long. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, and seemed to go on forever. And I, I can I can agree with that. And and some of the vehicle sections, you know, sort of seemed to take quite a while. Although I did quite enjoy one of my favourite bits of the game. A lot of people hate, which is which is the bit where you're having to climb under the bridge, you know, along all the scaffolding. Right, and it and it's so easy. Every time you fall off and die, it's just a nightmare. And you're trying to walk along, you know, do this sort of balancing on these, you know, in first person perspective along these tiny little narrow, sort of scaffold, right, bars or sort of steel. And there's some dudes at the other side trying to shoot you at the same time you're trying to balance on everything. Yeah, and I remember it being incredibly difficult, but it was also cool as well because you felt really vulnerable. You know, oh, yeah. it, made, it made you. It was a proper adrenaline thing because you felt so vulnerable because you knew you were so high up, and one step wrong, you were going to be dead, and you'd have to do that bit again. Yeah, I, I never really liked that sort of. Hello, welcome back. That hello. sort of, um, you know, tightrope type thing in games. I always, yeah, especially hated that. in first person view. Yeah, you know, it's even more difficult, isn't it? We were just talking about Half Life Two and the sort of tightrope walking underneath the bridge. I kind of enjoyed, but a lot of people. I like that. I like. I like that bit because you take your time on the on the way over, and then the second like helicopter. Fuck. You're gonna run like the clappers, haven't you? I thought that was good. And it's incredibly difficult, but I don't know. It's kind of an adrenaline rush. You know what though? The first time it is quite difficult. The second time I played through that game, it wasn't that difficult because I knew it was coming, and I just popped it before I even like went over. I was like, yep, easy. And I think one of one of the best things that Half Life Two did that a lot of games don't do so well is a sound, because you know all the background sound of the the sort of tannoy all the time, you know, with the announcements and things, always going on in the background, and then just the sort of the sounds that the the zombies made was just really creepy, and uh, the, a lot of it was voices backwards and stuff, weren't it? There's lots of weird tricks they use. The um, the zombie things uh, was I, I think help me please help me backwards. Yeah, it was. It was like, <laughs> which is very strange. Yeah, so it was incredibly creepy. And I, I think once you get the grav gun, that's when that game really you know in Raven Home, and you're starting to sort of shoot bloody saw blades and stuff. It made you realise what a cool game that was and cool you forget little tool you forget how much of a horror element there was oh yeah you know raven home we don't yeah. go down there anymore yeah we don't go to raven home anymore yeah you will though in about 20 minutes yeah and then we should talk about crisis i guess uh, really yeah because really because it yeah. was so pretty it was it wasn't necessarily the best first person shooter ever made Good, let's not talk about it. But it did kind of have the accolade as one of the best-looking first-person shooters. For like six months. It did, but it also also was used as a benchmark for years to test computers. You know, it was like, if you could run uh, sort of Crisis, he always used to use Half-Life 2, and he always used Crisis. And if you could run Crisis at any more than like 40 or 50 frames a second on like maxed out settings, like your rig was amazing. You know what I mean? It was like, I remember uh, one of my mates, he rebuilt his whole computer just so he could run Crisis on full settings. 
So he bought all new components and everything. Just I remember, I remember thinking, is look, no one used to talk about the game crisis. No, everybody just used to talk about how nice it looked, and I was like, what is the game like? <laughs> And it took months for, for people just to say, actually, yeah, the, the game's not good, really. You know, it's it's all right. When I was, uh, I don't remember what system it was on, but at some point I got a, I got the Crisis game for one of the consoles. It was probably PS2 or something. And like it was, or it was Far Cry, not Crisis. Yeah, Far Cry. It was, but it wasn't the Far Cry that everybody, nope. the, the real one. It was some console port. And it sucked. It wasn't even a port. It was a whole other game. It wasn't. It yeah, wasn't a port right, of the original. Because right, right. the original Far Cry is actually a pretty good game. That's what I hear. Yeah, but... yeah Far Cry is like the, the, the console version was like the Beast Within or some shit like that. Yeah, it was. It was some a whole other made up game in the Far Cry universe. Yeah. yeah. So I was just. I remember playing it. And I was like, Why do people say this is a good game? This game sucks. But they're bringing out. They're bringing out an HD va- uh, Far Cry game, aren't they? Far Cry Instincts. Yeah, that was what it was. Yeah, that was it. That was shit. Terrible. But they're actually bringing out the proper Far Cry in the near future. That's uh-huh. coming out as an HD in the near future. Is it funny how you saying like and that, to be fair, when that came out on the on the PC, that was like a, a PC pusher, you know, when it yeah. very first came out. Um so we bet we should move forward a little bit, shouldn't we? Because otherwise we're not gonna get sort of up to modern day, I guess. Up yeah. to now. Uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about what, for me, I think changed the face of first-person shooters for everybody, which was Call of Duty 4. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, it, it did. You know, because I think up until that point, we'd had lots of first-person shooters. You know, yep. and the COD series up to that point had sold well, but not anywhere near the realms of, of Call of Duty 4. I mean, I remember when... They released the beta for this. People just went crazy. I just remember people going insane about. Oh, I remember it. Call of Duty was always known as the sort of kind of poor man's Medal of Honor. Yeah. You no, know? and it yeah. was just like, ah, uh, you know, it's, it's just copying Medal of Honor. And then four came out, and it was in modern times, and everybody was like, what? the fuck and i remember as well i remember there wasn't there some debate you know lots of arguments went on about setting it in modern times yeah they said i'm almost sure killing the franchise yeah they're selling out it's not going to be as good blah 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 because i also remember i also also remember playing the the demo for ghost recon you know the first ghost recon yeah, and that was saying the future and that was saying the future but i remember playing it and going I do not get what I'm supposed to be doing in this game. And it was just, I just thought it was rock hard. I remember playing the demo for about 10 minutes and just like uninstalling it and turning it off. Or probably the other way around, turning it off and uninstalling it. But I've never been into Ghost Recon games at all. So I've never, I wonder now if I go back and play one now, I'd probably get it and go, oh yeah, I quite, I quite enjoy this. Maybe not. But I don't know. It's quite hard to control when you go back to Ghost Recon games. Well, they're really tactical, though, aren't they, and all that stuff. And I'm just I just like, remember I just... playing the second one. I was like, I can't control this. Well, I, I always remember playing the first one, and it's like you have to switch between all the different squad members. And you that can was the first. The... You know what? Ghost Recon Grawl was the first game I played on the 360. Right. Right. Yeah. I just I didn't remember, get this. Switch. I remember being impressed by the graphics. I was like, wow. Yeah. Guys, that's cool, is this? Yeah. But yeah, just oh yeah, Call of Duty Four. I remember playing that. And to be fair, out of all you know, that and Gears of War, and another game we'll probably talk about in a minute, 
is probably one of my most plays played multiplayers, you know, because I did play Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare an awful, awful lot. Oh, yeah. And uh, well, when, we, when we started... That was the, one of the things that made G4TE first come well, about. I was just going to say that. One of the first things that we used to spend a whole lot of time talking about when the, the podcast was the 035s was Call of Duty 4. We used to talk about that constantly. It was a know. great game. Yeah, and everybody played. I mean, like first-person shooters back then. Everybody was playing it. I mean, like everybody was playing that game. Yeah. I mean, we used to play night after night after night. You used to just play again and again got and again. Got addicted to a game. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, my, I had Minecraft coming along, mate. I died, and I respawned at this like starting point that was very far away, and it's like I don't have any of my stuff. I don't have any of my coal. Now I have no more coal. Yeah, you need to get some cupboards and stuff sorted out, some storage oh, chests. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, and I remember, like, you, you, I mean, you played this game to death, didn't you? I got my gold, uh, what's it was? Gold yeah, Prestige prop. or whatever, yeah, Prestige, yeah, uh, however prestige many times. times. That's when you could do it. And yeah. then they made it so it was, like, impossible to get that stuff. I only, so, ever, I only ever Prestige once. That was, I only ever did it once. Well, that for me, you've got to think how many hours I had to put in even just to do it once was a lot for me in multiplayer. Well, I think games. about how many hours I had to put it in to get that gold cross. Yeah. Pathetic, but yeah. it's a good game. I didn't even mind. No, no, I don't disagree with you. And then for me, moving forward, what was the next big game for you then after, after Call of Duty 4? Well, I want to stop for a second and talk about a game that we didn't mention which was battlefield 2 modern combat you know i thought about because wasn't didn't that come out on the original xbox as well as the 360 and i mean here's the thing battlefield 2 was a game that people lost their minds over there was a huge cult following for it not even cult but like a huge following but i didn't have a pc that could run it so i missed out on that but they released a console version. It was a different game, but it was Con- Battlefield 2 Modern Combat. Oh, I loved that game. It was so awesome because you had parachutes and you could jump out of helicopters and like the field was so open and they had a lot of flags when it was a domination type game, which was great. So, but it also I, didn't. It had all, that was obviously all class based as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, and that was fine. Like it was really good. And, so there was like medic and sort yeah. of. Infantry. I played that probably more than Call of Duty 4 because I right. loved it so much. But you did so, play a lot I, of Call of Duty 4. I think you're interested. I did play a lot of Call of Duty 4, but I think I, you know, maybe I'm looking back on it, but I just remember, you know, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat, like, there were maps where you'd start, you know, on a little island and you had to get onto an oil rig. And I would just, you know, if people, as soon as you spawn, everybody spawned in, people would run for the boats. But there were only like three boats. So if they pulled away without waiting for you, you had to swim. And you would swim for like a minute straight to get out to that oil rig. But it was awesome because the people on the oil rig who, you know, the other team would start on the oil rig and they'd look for the boats. So they didn't see me swimming and I'd go to the furthest away flag and I'd capture it. And they'd be like, what the fuck? Who captured that flag? I was like, I did, baby. And that was the cool thing is that you had – it wasn't just about killing people. It was also about sneaking around and trying to get to the flag, and then you capture the flag. That was a big tactical advantage for your team. So I, I, I really liked that game. And I think and also quite a bit of that came back when they released Battlefield 1942, didn't they? Yeah. Well, 1942 came first, I think. Yeah, but on the 360, it came afterwards, on 360. didn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
and everybody and it was kind of interesting because i remember at the time everyone was like who's gonna buy a multiplayer only game on the you know on xbox live arcade and then yeah. loads of, i mean for a for an amount of time loads of people jumped on that game didn't they yeah. you know everybody i remember having sort of you know game nights where there were loads of people playing that game oh sure have they fixed the servers on that or they, is it just not even available anymore now probably not because all the servers were broken, like they didn't even bother fixing them. Because it all yeah, stopped. Yeah, yeah, it's probably like closed out now servers now. I would be very surprised if that game even runs anymore. It's kind of funny, isn't it? Um, kind of funny. And what about what about for you the next thing then after Call of Duty Four? Because eventually, and then we had like Battlefield Bad Company, I guess. Yeah, I remember being let down with Bad Company because uh, first of all, I bought it day one because I was so in love with Modern Combat, and I thought maybe they would do something similar but they didn't um the squads pissed me off and so yeah so you stopped um, playing yeah i mean i played it a little bit and you know there were good things about it but in general it was pretty um lackluster and unimpressive so i was yeah not impressed with i guess if it's unimpressive i would not be impressed by it right i think i forgot i've forgotten yeah. the game that i should have mentioned <laughs> Uh, from back in the day, actually, but you know, back in the PC era, which is uh, Stalker: Shadow of Chernobyl. Oh yeah, I never got into that. That was good. I good things. That Especially was kind because of... people always talk about it with regard to Fallout. I was just I about to say that was game, but kind of a precursor to Fallout Three. Yeah, that because whole well, post-apocalyptic thing. Well, there was that, but there was also you had to get food. There was like quite a bit of survival stuff in it. The AI would react differently to you depending on how you approach them. Yeah. So some AI at some point would be friendly, and then they would be hostile at other points. So it was quite unpredictable. Things right. like wild dogs and stuff would follow you, but if you faced them, they would run away. Yeah. So they would act like sort of real animals probably would. You know, yeah. they, would, they thought they weren't being observed. They would be a bit more sort of coming towards you. But as soon as they knew that they'd been spotted, they would run off again. Yeah. So it had quite a lot of those sorts of elements in it. There was like a bartering stuff, so you could scavenge stuff and then take it back and sell it to get better weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. I think you'd probably kind of like it. I probably I mean, would if I had any time for any more games. And it was it was a great-looking game as well. It did. Like, I mean, for its time, it looked great. Yeah. You know, and there, there was like a, like a hub where you, where you sort of were based at, where the shopkeeper was and everything. You had to go back to him to sell stuff that you'd bought. Yeah, uh, and obviously some of the guys who developed that went on to make uh, Metro Twenty Thirty Three and Last Light. Yeah. So, so quite a few of them were ex-developers from um, Stalker: Shadow of Chernobyl. Dude. So yeah, so that was kind of interesting. So yeah, yeah I thought I'd just mention that. We've already talked about fear. Um, I think we should talk about maybe two more games each, and then we will do some stuff off Facebook. What other people thought? So. So pick two other games that you'd like to talk about, first-person shooter-wise, from sort of any time after Call of Duty 4 to now, I guess. Yeah, right. I don't think we talk about Eye enough, you know. <laughs> yeah, right, go on. No, you can do. GoldenEye took over my life. Um, for a brief period, I did everything, completed every challenge, uh, every cheat mode you could unlock, I did it, um, which were very difficult. Those two secret levels that blew the shit off my head. Um, <laughs> blew the shit off my head. That's yeah, quite yeah, a statement. Yeah. Think about that. That is quite a statement. How did it even get there in the first place? You have to think about it. It's got layers. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, so the, the, there's there's two extra levels of golden ore that you have to unlock from doing stuff, and like there was like just nods to previous James Bond films, and Golden Eye. I was so wrapped up into Golden Eye that I it made me watch every James Bond film in order. So <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I mean, I I played the updated version on the Wii. Um, don't do not talk about that game. It was all right. I mean, it was all right. It's not Goldeneye, though. Yeah, well, it was the nearest I got to playing it. No, no. And I know the original... Is the original ones available as a download, isn't it, on Xbox? Probably. You can probably get it somewhere. But I'm not going to bother. Nah, it it won't hold up. That game probably doesn't hold up. And I think sort of games like that are better left in the past, aren't they? Uh, Yeah, I I don't want to play it again. No. No, I don't want to play that game again. But... It, it it just changed my it changed my life like I just I love James Bond after that I'm fascinated with James Bond now because of that game. That's so. funny. Yeah, and uh, other first person shooters. On oh, another one, what else? Duty Two. I struggle to think of any. Something really. more modern. What about something more modern? I think of a modern first person shooter that I really enjoyed, apart from Call of Duty Four. No, I like Bad Company 2. I thought that was a good one, but nothing. It wasn't anything special. No. I mean, the one I want to touch on, um, which I think we'll all agree was amazing, is Left 4 Dead, of course. Yeah, that's true. That's a good one. Um, that because... was a game. Like, it wasn't just interesting, yeah. it was important. Yeah, Left 4 Dead was probably like a very different first person shooter to anything I've played before. And I think as well what made that game so special that was made it so brilliant, I guess, is one, you really did had to work as a co-op team to get through the levels. Yeah, that's true. You know, you had to constantly cover each other's back and it actually, you know, up front encourage you to actually help each other. You well, know, you give each other health packs and stuff. You know what I mean? To it's actually... about the matter. And that was the thing, right? Like, you know, it's one thing to make it... a you know, useful to help each other, but that game, you cannot survive on your own. And that was a really important development. And I remember when we used to play, you know, if you had it open and randoms could come in. Yeah. If someone was acting like a dick and running off in front of their own and got killed, we would not rescue them out of the room. Of course not. Why would you? We would just leave them there and just move on without them. Yeah. Which was a bit nasty, I guess, but that's what we did. Well, you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. People being turds. And, you know, out of my fondest memories, you know, some of my fondest memories are having, you know, the PvP games in that. Oh, yeah. You know, and I just love playing as the Infected. You know, I just have a sure. whole... Oh, well, that was, that was a master move on their part. Yeah. And I remember that night when we played and we wiped you out in about two minutes, didn't we, as soon oh, as yeah. you came. And that was one of my most memorable moments. <laughs> it was like one of the greatest game. days of Stu's life. It was. It was. I mean, we literally wiped you out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just and you did a good job. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Like, you, that was very well done. And then we did the, the one, the other one was when I was the, um, when I killed everybody as the, what was he, what's the big one called? Tank. The tank. And I took, I took the whole team out on my own as the tank. And I got the achievement that I hadn't got for ages, which is, is an achievement for doing that, isn't there? Yep. And uh, yeah, I remember getting that and going, yes. But uh, yeah, still that's still one of my favourite all-time first-person games of any sort yeah. of type. That's it. Um, and what about you, Duke? 
what are the first person? You know, I would have to put Fallout Three in there. I know it's not technically a first person shooter, but it is. I think and... the interesting thing about Fallout Three is that it probably wouldn't have come about if there weren't first person shooter games around, would it? Well, of course. Yeah, you know, because he takes so, a lot of those tropes, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it's you know it's such an important game and it's such a beautiful game. Like there's so many things about that game that are really, you know, beautiful and just fun. Like that's the thing is that it's just it's so well made, and I got so sucked into that world, and it does such a great job of really bringing you in. And uh, giving you a lot to do. And the VAT system was a master stroke of genius. Like, it really was. Like, there was, I had never expected it. And I think they really turned a corner with that. I'm surprised more games haven't copied off of it. Yeah. And I, I would be kind to, you know, inclined to agree with you. And I'm, I'm kind of shocked that they didn't incorporate some of that into Skyrim in some form or. Something. Well, but Elder Scrolls has always been a different beast, and I think that Vats is a unique thing for Fallout, and I think that's fine. It deserves to stay. But it would have worked with like the sort of magic, for instance, couldn't it? Yeah, I suppose, but I think it's good for what it is. So, yeah, I'm no, not I don't disagree. They didn't include it. Yeah, I don't disagree. And that was one of the few RPGs that Chini loves. Yeah, you know, he loves it. Is true. It is. I like Western RPGs. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know, I know, because RPG the, the the letters RPG used to be associated with Japan a lot in the nineties uh, era. Yeah, um, and I think uh, Knights of the Old Republic changed that shit yeah. right up. Yeah, and Chini just doesn't want like elves and wizards. I don't know, and yeah, shit. Just, like you know, come on, some of the Japanese stuff is just I can't do the silliness of it. Silly. So that's our sort of, I guess, trip down memory lane for first-person shooters. So uh, let's see what the people on the Facebooks uh, have to say about it. Yeah, let's see what the people on the Facebook had to say about that. Do you want to be my friend on the Facebook? Do you want to be my, want to be my friend? So Sean Anderson uh, starts off with the original Dark Forces. Yeah. Uh, brings nice. on waves of nostalgia. Yep. So you mentioned that, didn't you, earlier? Oh, yeah. That's a classic. It was a Star Wars uh, first-person shooter. And that was the thing, is that, like, you know, we were new to first-person shooters. We were, you know, Star Wars, to combine Star Wars with first-person shooter, that was just amazing. We were like, yes! Rock on! It was that's a what beautiful you want, thing we had. That's what you want, isn't it? And yeah. Richard Primrose, otherwise known as School Duggar, from the uh, Overseas Connection occasionally, uh, says Resistance 3, which I would absolutely agree with. Uh, you <laughs> love that game, don't you? Everybody does. You'd be amazed. No, not everybody. I don't. You've never I don't. Re- have you played it to the end? You've never no. played it? No. Well, you said everybody does, and I don't. No, but everybody who plays Done. it seems to love it. Uh, it is great. It is such a great game. It's a great game. It's a great story, and it's just got fantastic weapons. It has seriously got some of the best weapons in any first-person shooter you'll ever play. They're all right. It is great, honestly. It's such a good game. Yeah. I mean, the other two, not so good. But they seem to suddenly get it right with Resistance 3. And by that point, because the other two weren't that sort of well-received, it, did, it just didn't sell that well. I wonder if I played Resistance 3 or Resistance 2. 
You played Resistance 2. Oh, I okay. Remember, I remember you playing that and saying you didn't like it much. All right. But that was still sort yeah, of army, army dudes. That was army dudes, whereas this is like, this is truly Resistance. Like, you know, it's like a normal everyday dude trying to yeah. protect his family. Right. And I think that's what made it different and a whole lot better than the other games. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Ian Pillock Thomas. Great name, I've got to say. Ian Pillock Thomas. Blimey. Uh, he says, Quake. <laughs> no, yeah. Atmospheric and fiendishly difficult at times. I would absolutely agree. Quake. Uh, we talked about that a little bit earlier, but yeah, great. Uh, Mark Bayliss, he says, Half-Life. Great story and gameplay. And a recent one will be Metro Last Light. Uh, which was my almost my joint favorite game of last year. Yeah, Metro uh, 33 was a good game. And Metro Last Light is a great game. Great game. Uh, that game is an awesome atmosphere. Also, Far Cry 3 for its RPG elements and all that fun shit you can do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of games like that now, isn't there? There's a lot of these sort of crossover genre games where they're a little bit RPG and first-person shooty and all this other stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Speaking of things that Fallout 3 pioneered, Exactly. And then we've got uh, Lee Geldart, and he says, GoldenEye N64 four-player local deathmatch, golden gun on basement level, pure gaming craziness. Yes, that thing. Yeah, would you agree, Chinny? Has Chinny gone? I'm sorry. I'm, I can't stop sneezing. Oh, sorry, mate. No. Better stop always, sneezing. What are you talking about? Lee Geldart, he says, GoldenEye N64 four-player local deathmatch, golden oh, gun yeah. on the basement bollocks. level. Pure gaming crazy. used to do things like use cardboard so you could divide the screen so you didn't know what the other person was doing. That is funny. Shit like that, yeah, brilliant. That is funny. Uh, Dean Glacken Fuller says, Rage, excellent pedigree, a game that knew it was a game and delivered excellent mechanics, got kicked to the curb, unfortunately. I would agree. I mean, apart from the sort of everyone had this massive gripe about the travelling around because there was no real point to it. But the actual levels were really well built and interesting and very well sort of yeah, set I out. Yeah, I thought Rage was a good game. Yeah. And they sort of had, great, again, great weapons. Some really it wasn't cool game weapons. of the year or anything. It wasn't the most amazing thing yeah. ever made. It's good. But it was well sort of set out. You know, you, you always sort of never had to backtrack because when you went through a level, you'd feel like you were going all this way, but you'd always end up back where you started. Yeah. So you'd clear everything out and then end up back where you started. I don't know. It was, it was, it was probably under received really and and uh, i mean obviously graphically it looked fantastic you know it was a great looking game uh and then carl sharp says killing floor five years old and still has a solid online community i just had a student talking about that the other day yeah. I, I i played it it's okay I, I just i never got crazy into it i mean it's a good game it's just uh. yeah and i've got Stuart robert knight he says the new titanfall when it's released I reckon it will change first-person shooters forever. I don't know. They were talking about that on Game Punchers, and they were not blown away. I don't think it's going to change first-person shooters forever. No, I don't think it will. It's not going to be like Call of Duty 4. I don't think it will, but I also think that there'll be more to it than we've seen so far because they've only well, there's, really... there's fifteen maps and there's, there's, yeah. there's, there's fifteen maps and there's monsters which they haven't even shown. No, they've only they've only released a very so, limited amount of stuff. There's, apparently, there's monsters that lurk outside the map, and if you yeah, but they were talking they about you. the game. I don't know. It's interesting because on the game punchers, they were talking about like, um, and I should have played it by now, but I haven't. Um, the uh... well, you can't unless you've got an Xbox One. Oh really? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, it's uh, only Xbox One that the beat is on. Or if you've got, oh, uh, if you've got into the PC one, there is a PC one. Right, as well. right, right. 
Yeah, that was what I was thinking about. But anyway, like, you know, they were talking about how, like, frenetic it is and how fast-paced and this and that. And I'm like, okay, I, I like those games. Like, you know, and they were talking about they don't play Call of Duty. And I was like, well, I would want to know how it compares to Call of Duty because it sounds, the way they were describing it sounded exactly like Call of Duty. I don't think it's anything like Call of Duty. It is, but it's it's a totally different beast. Why do you say it's uh, because when we played it at Eurogaming, you're literally running constantly all the time. There, you couldn't camp out. There's no camping or anything yeah, like that. I don't camp in Call of Duty. No, I know, but Call of Duty, there's a lot of people who do. Right, but I'm saying, for me, the experience might be very similar. Yeah, I think for the way you play, it possibly would be. Yeah. But, but as a game itself, it probably isn't. And mm. it's more akin to Section 8, because you drop in off a dropship, man. Dude, I'll tell you this. Everything <laughs> they were saying... I think in that section eight, that sounds like section eight. This is section eight. <laughs> because seriously, okay, you got jetpacks. Section yeah, eight has jetpacks. Yeah, you yeah. got Titans. The jet section eight had those. You're dropping in section yeah. eight. I mean, seriously, I'm not trying to. I mean, look, I know I'm a section eight fanboy. Okay, fine. You want to accuse me of section eight fanboyism? I'm not going to deny it. But on the other hand, it sounds like a lot of this stuff is coming out of section eight. Which is great. I mean, that's awesome. More power to them. They recognized a great game and they, or great game elements at least, and they said, "Yeah, let's do that." Absolutely, they just copied off. Section People to give it just do. I'm a total hipster. Well, you yeah. know, Section Eight did this before. It's cool. But no, I I still think we've got a lot to learn or hear about or understand about this game. I think there's a lot more to it than we've seen so far, which obviously there's going to be. And I think it's kind of difficult to judge it just on what's been released, which I, I believe is judge, judge it on a couple of maps. And I think you've only got access to one Titan and limited weaponry. I mean, yeah. even when we played it at Eurogamer, we had access to three different Titans, didn't we? And three different setups for soldiers. Yeah. So there was a lot more to the, the sort of demo we played than there is on this uh, beta, by the sounds of it. Uh, because there was like a tanky one with that had big sort of rocket launchery things, weren't there? And then there was, there was like a quicker one. Yeah. But I don't know. I've not played it, so I don't know myself. But I'm, I'm sure there's a lot more to come. You know when people were saying, oh, you know, Titan 4 is going to be the game that makes you buy an Xbox One? Um, nah, yeah, not, for, well, not for me. No, I don't think, I'm not saying for an instance that um, I think it's going to be amazing and like the best game ever made, but I also don't think it's going to be exactly the same as anything we've ever played before. I think there's still going to be a lot of I think it's going to be a good game. I think yeah, it's going to sell very solid. well. And I, think solid. It's gonna be, I think it's going to be very good, but it ain't going to be make, make me go and get an Xbox One. No. Okay, next one is Steve Heath, and he says, Call of Duty 2, pure, no perks, just your skill with a car. Or, or Garand loved it. I don't know what that means. Car or Garand? Is that a type of weapon? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Conway, he says, Counter-Strike because it's the ultimate competitive shooter and Sanctum 2 because that's a hybrid with tower defense and is just a ton of fun. So, yeah, I mean, you've played more Counter-Strike than I have, Duke. Yeah, Counter-Strike's a good game. That's actually yeah, one that yeah. we probably... I mean, that's the thing, is that like I haven't played it enough to really talk about it, but it deserves a place in the pantheon of first-person shooters without question. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's a really important game. And the original... I mean, the, I mean it was the first sort of first-person shooter that had, like, cash prizes, didn't it? For sort yeah, of, it was, like, just sort of, it was sort. one of the first sort of kind of, like, competitive first-person shooters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, like... It's a good game in terms of its balance and the map design and all sorts of other things. Like they did a really good job with that. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that good job. 
Yep. Um, yeah, uh, Richard Rick Churchman says, anything World War Two? I like the atmosphere. You don't get World War Two games anymore. No, not really. We, I think it's. I think that's been sort of because they death. overdid it so much in the. 90s. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon there'll be a little, little flurry back. Not much, but like I reckon there'll. Well, be the some... new Wolfenstein's coming, and that's still set. Yeah, that's but that's like robots and shit. I know, I know, but it's kind of, kind of. Uh, Nathan Lansdale, he says, uh, "Golden Eye N64, still a classic and loved by many." Uh, David Naylor says, "Half-Life Two is still great." I'm playing that on my Surface Pro, and it's aged very well. Single-player campaign, though, has to be Modern Warfare. It marked the start of the epic set-piece. Multiplayer for me is Battlefield. You can have a two-month break and not come back underpowered. Uh, the fastest reactions don't always win the games, and it can swing like a pendulum. Yeah, no, I would agree. Uh, Michael Edwards, back in the day, it was GoldenEye on the N64. So a lot of people for GoldenEye. GoldenEye. You know who sang uh, the GoldenEye theme? Uh, golden eye, my weakness. Something like that, I don't know, I'm trying to think. You know now. who sang it though? I kind of know that I do, but I can't. Was it Carrie Katona or something like that? Not Carrie Katona, freaking hell. Not Carrie Katona. Um, think it, no, I'm, I was thinking of the other person from, uh, I don't know, who was it? Duke? Nope. Tina Turner. Oh, oh yeah, it was Tina Turner, wasn't Tina it? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Where is Tina Turner? I don't know why. I, I wasn't thinking of Carrie Couture. I was thinking of Carrie Matthews or whatever her name was. Out of uh, the Welsh woman. Uh, yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, wrong person altogether. Because Carrie Couture. That's her. Yeah, I thought she'd sung one at one point. I don't think so. No, Garbage she, sang one once. Yeah, that was it. I knew someone like that had sung one. So. So just ignore all that, like, that stuff I just said because that was all complete like... I will, I will ignore crap. that. Um, yeah, Nicholas Charles Abbott also says, I've got a lot of love for GoldenEye as it was my first first-person shooter. I really used to like the Time Splitter games. So he's with me, sort of Time Splitter. Yep. Yeah, uh, Michael Swell said, Halo, of course. Uh, let me put it this way. I am the process of finding a tattoo artist that I can do my kids' names in Halo font. So, yeah, that's what he's uh, doing. Uh, Stu Leckie says, I'm terrible at them. I mean, truly awful. Give me third person every time. So I'm guessing Stu doesn't play many first person games. So I'm guessing he won't be into Titanfall. Uh, Lewis Danton says, uh, definitely Borderlands. I've lost so many hours playing that game. It is unreal and it still doesn't get bored. Uh, Quite debatable if it is a first-person shooter, though. Yeah, with all of the DLC they bring up. But it's got it's a bit like Fallout 3 in a way, isn't it? It's got first-person elements. It's got first-person elements. Um, Antonio Phillips also says, I've sunk about 600 hours into Borderlands. I think it. I'll be back up. Uh, I'll back up Danny's answer with Borderlands. So another one. And Daniel Fletcher Borderlands. says, yeah, Borderlands, super fun with friends, sunk many hours into this with Lewis, including an 11-hour marathon one summer. So there you go. So that's all the community answers. So oh, thank there you. There you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for all of those. Right. Let's uh, quickly do some email shout outs and get the hell out of here. I think I finally figured out how to do a tower in this game. Look, never mind towers. <laughs> oh, 
And our first one is off Antonio Phillips. And he says this, damn, it's been ages. Lads, God, it's been ages. Sorry for not being active. Uh, school and counselling sessions have been taking up all of my time as I've experienced quite a dark time in my life. But well, whatevs, I'm back, so screw it. Screw been, it. Yeah, been playing mainly on the Xbox One, Lego, Dead Rising 3, and surprisingly, FIFA! Uh, becoming a bit of a sweat at that shit. Uh, Titanfall beta was insane. And a defo pre-order for me. But I've also pre-ordered the Plants vs. Zombie Garden Warfare. Looks pretty sick. My YouTube Kara has uh, taken off my channel, gaining 20... Oh, sorry. My, uh, yeah, my YouTube Carrier. Is that Carrier? Kara? I don't know. Carrier. Has taken off uh, with my channel, gaining 20,000 subs. And one video gaining 5 million views on its own. Sweet. The channel is Minecraft ID. I do have anime-related channels, but this is the only one I actually get money from. So that's been good to do uh, counselling. has been getting in the way. So much is really annoying. Anime-wise, or anime-wise, uh, been blazing through tons thanks to the streaming service uh, Church Royal. And my cosplay for Eurogamer Comic Con 2014 is nearly completed. Look, he threatens this every single year. Does so. he? Yeah, he says every year he's going to come dress as Naruto. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but up to now, we've only had the headband, haven't we? That's, that's as far as he's got. So, uh, well, that's a bit of cosplay. Don't be kind of. Kind of. So, uh, so we'll see. Uh, question. What would be uh, the best TV show or movie to turn into a movie? What? See you soon, GH Rocker. Wait, are you sure you didn't read that wrong? No, no, oh. that's how he's written it. He says, but what would be the best TV show or movie to turn into a movie? But I'm thinking he means what's the best TV show to turn into a movie. Or best TV show or movie turned into a game. Mm, no, it, doesn't, it definitely says a TV show or movie into a movie. It maybe means either way around a movie into a TV show. I think show. he means TV show or movie into a game. Yeah, maybe that's what he means. Anyway, I think you could make a really interesting uh, like action game out of uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> we were always going to say that, though, weren't we? No, I'm saying, though, it could be cool. No, I don't disagree with you. No, I do agree. I think that could be kind of cool. You know, to uh, to have that. And The Wire. You could also do a good game with The Wire. Yeah. They should make a game on CSI. Yeah. Game on CSI. No, that would be that would be horrible. Those would suck. CSI games. Suck. Yeah, but you, there's only you really like that was... I well, think it's Sherlock Holmes. That'd be a good game. <laughs> yeah, we've got some of those. Well, Doctor Who has there ever been a good Doctor Who game? There no, has. There was a free-to-play Doctor Who game that was a point-and-click adventure game for the PC, and was apparently very good. I was going to say I saw that, but I didn't know whether it was any good. I think it was quite good. Was it good? So yeah, I'm trying to think what I think would make a a good sort of. What about? Um, oh well, Sopranos. I guess we've already got Mafia too, haven't we? And those kinds of sort of... There's still territory left to explore, I think, with the Sopranos. No, that's it. No, no, no more (laughs) Mafia games ever going to be made from now on. (laughs) Everything has been covered. Yeah, they're making a new Mafia game, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Apparently there's one in the making, so we'll see. You'll say that, Ginny, and then it'll come out and you'll go, it's great! I was joking, by the way. No, yeah, no, I thought you were. Mafia Two was so. Uh, I'm trying to think what else would be a good. What would make a good game? What about what about Heroes? That was quite good at the time, wasn't it? 
heroes. What about twenty? Well, a game about loads of people just going. Oh, I think I've got powers. What about twenty-four? That you know, the it was a twenty-four to... game. Was it? It was probably terrible though, weren't it? Crap. Yeah, they always are. Those games are always terrible. I don't know. I think Chris Smalls was in the game. I think games should stick to games, and films and TV shows should just stick to films and TV shows because it just never the twain shall meet. When are people gonna learn? Oh, it's better off as its own thing. I remember what I mean. saying, "Curb your enthusiasm" would make a great Telltale game. Maybe. I mean, Telltale can make a game out of anything, as we've seen. I mean, think about it. Like, Kirby, you put yourself in awkward positions. Like, ah, uh, do, do you have a hard on? No, it's just the way my trousers broke up. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> Although that all being said, I was just saying to Duke earlier at the beginning of the show, uh, Sticker Truth is looking pretty good. That's looking pretty good. That could be the first sort of game from a TV show or movie that's actually really, really good. It looks very good, I've got to say. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, next email's off Jason. And he says this. As my brother calls me to come check on Titanfall, even. Titanfoot. As my brother calls me to come check Get out Get ready Titan... for Titanfoot. <laughs> As my brother calls me to come check out Titanfall, I say it's just to him, the foot. Where's dude, the rest of the robot? Dude, Titanfall. Titanfall will soon be forgotten. Have you ever heard of Broforce? Now, that is something to look forward to. Broforce. Sad, isn't it, that most people just don't understand what I'm trying to get across, even though I tell it straight. I have to explain that my ass is in tune like a beautiful grand piano. Oh, it just comes he out. He almost made it two minutes without talking about his he ass. Did. It just comes out naturally. You could say I'm gifted. Seriously, Ginny. I would not say never he's farted in the key of a popular song and carried a humming it the rest of the day. No. Weirdo. See, it's like he almost knew what you were going to say. Uh, join the musical brotherhood. Farts get a bad rap, but then again, I'm a big music guy. Check out those new Beck songs. So good. I feel, yeah, I feel I'll be humming those a lot pretty soon. I had Mexican tonight. And those come out pretty close to the tune of Beck's vocal range. Also, thanks for the tip, Chinny. I looked up the Muppets game. Not only do they look cool, but I found one in particular uh, that was very well done. Check out Little Big Planet 2's Muppet Edition. It looks brilliant as the show itself. Seriously, you will love it. January. PS4 doubles the sales of the one. When are you going to drop that bone low, Microsoft? Don't wait too long. Wave that white flag high. Go on and ditch the Kinect already. I nope. hate that I can't make much time for games. With the new feature Steam has, there's a tag for short games. I'll be hitting that up quite often. Very nice features they've added. Well, I have to run. I'm working on a handsome pucker face selfie pose for my future profile Steams. Flappy turd out. I see what he did there. Did you see what he did there? Yeah. I so we'll put a tag on the Steam. Thank you very much for sending that email there, Jason. T-H-A-N-K-Y-O-U. Thank you. So we'll put a, st- a tag on Steam on the game Sleeping Dogs, and the tag said, no dogs. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was brilliant. Uh, and then the last one's from Chapstick1, and he says, rusty balls and such. <laughs> He says, Good day, guys. Good day. It's your favourite Australian here. Well, probably not favourite, but I'm here anyway. Crocodile Dundee. Australia, Australia, Australia. 
Toad from Neighbours. Indeed, and Toad Toadfish is it? Toadfish. Toadfish, yeah. Toadfish. In a big party town. Yeah, glad to hear Duke is enjoying Rust. Penis Brotherhood just sounds like a fallacy. However, there is something satisfying about challenging someone to a rock duel, bludgeoning their face in them, partaking in a celebrity tea bag before they get a chance to respawn. Fun, definitely. Yeah, sorry. Fun. Hello. Definitely inappropriate. Probably. What is the most inappropriate thing to happen to you guys involving video games? Mine would be close between walking in on my dad in my room playing DOA Beach Volleyball and enjoying it, or playing Thrill Kill on PS1 and killing someone with a fatal vagina grapple while my Catholic nana was in the room. What? <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not familiar with that part of that game. Apparently it had a vagina grapple in it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so most awesome. inappropriate thing in a video game for you guys then? I don't know. I don't think I've ever had any experiences that were inappropriate. I mean, there's I, stuff I, in games that's like juvenile. Tor's Tor, but... got a niece. She's 10 now, but she's about 8 or something. And I had my Xbox, and the game in there was GTA 4, 4. And I was like, okay. And she started playing it. And like, half of me wanted to say, Keisha, don't play that game. It's for adults. How old was she, by the way? She was about 8. Jesus Christ. Right. And then, but, but the other half of me. Wanted to see what she did. <laughs> Let's just say that the other half won. Chitty one out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, let's see how she plays this game. First thing she did, run over everybody she saw. <laughs> I was like, she's, she's a the master. The dark murderer. side is strong in this one. And she thought it was just the funniest thing in the world to run people it over. Is. Yeah, I guess for me, probably, I'm trying to think, Was it, what was the game I was playing? It was game I was playing. Oh, I'll tell you what it was. It was when I was playing. I think it was God of War Ascension. It was one of the God of War games. I'm still making my way through that, by the way. Yeah. I think it was one of the God of War games. By the way, I'm and... not playing anything this week. If you... Yeah, it's all right. Don't worry. And I think it was, you know, where you go up to the bit where, where it's obviously you've got to do the sex mini game. And I was like... There isn't a sex mini game so far, is there? Oh, it must have been, it must have been God of War 3 then. 3 there is. There was, yeah. It, must have, it was one of those anyway. And I remember playing the sex mini game and thinking... Shit, I hope my wife or daughter don't walk in right now. So, yeah, I guess that's sort of... You know when you're like, oh, my God, if they just walked in now and saw me doing this, they'd be just like, what are you doing? I had that feeling when I was just playing um, Lollipop Chainsaw throughout the whole game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hope no one catches me playing Especially as there's, like, a a sort of an achievement for looking up the girl's skirt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And totally. Bayonetta as well, sort of all that for that. Yeah, Bayonetta, not so much for me. I don't think Bayonetta was quite that bad. What's that? What, why does her, her dress change? Oh, because her dress is made out of her own hair, you see. Yeah. And uh, yes, I know, I'm very lonely. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. That was boob um, sort of physics. And I guess the other one, you've got to always, you've got to always, like, you know, remember the. Uh, I was remember seeing when someone was was online playing, um, you know, the massager thing that was on the oh yeah on the indie games, and you're like, well, you know what you're doing, <laughs> putting the controller on your willy. <laughs> yeah, I always remember what he said when he said they played like massager indie that, game. He's not much of a sensation though, really. Oh, he does buzz quite a bit. I did download it just so you know, out of experimentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah just to see, just to see what it did for scientific <laughs> reasons. This on my leg here is giving me a nice on your leg, massage. yeah, on your leg it was. Leg. 
Um, so yeah, that was it. I guess that's another one. Uh, and that's kind of it, really. That's the emails done. That's the emails done. That is the emails. Um, Thank you for emailing in, everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way. By the way, I try. We have we have had uh, one addition to first person shooters. Uh, what are your favourites and why? Uh, I don't get the comment. Very strange comment. It's from uh, Nathan Thomas, and he says, "Getting Alan to stand in the garden while we shot him, and the second one shooting the kebab deli- uh, delivery drivers. Great fun." I don't understand. The, is that I R L? Is in that real life? I think I, I I am wondering what that means. Getting Alan to stand in the garden while we shot him, and the second one shooting the kebab delivery. I think that drop. might be something that he actually really did. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's anything to do with a game. I just I think that's a crazy person who's just replied. Crazy person. So if you're Nathan Thomas and you're listening now, put the gun down and don't shoot kebab delivery drivers. Where's that- Nathan from? I have not a clue. I haven't well, looked. That will it. answer the question. I don't know. Shall I, shall I have a look? Do, do I even look on his profile to see where he's from? Who knows? Yeah, there's, he's definitely... Uh, let's have a look, isn't it? Let's see where he's from. Uh, Full West on Street. Oh, my God. This... Yeah, I... I yeah. Oh, my what? God. What? On his, well, I've just gone to his page. Just a minute. Let's have a look at his about. Uh... N. Thomas Pharmaceutical Scientific Research and French Polishing Limited. Dictator 1979 to present. Your mum's arse. Right. Uh, Blythe Jack School and the Wombles. Uh, cleaner. South End on Sea. He's, he's British. South End on Sea. And the last thing he put on his timeline, apart from answering our first person shooter question, was What's the difference between sodomy and buggery? I want to know just in case I make a mistake. Okay. Okay. So that's a bit worrying that one of our potential listeners, or maybe he isn't a listener, is really killing people. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, no. I'm wondering if he, he misunderstood and saw what, what was the fir- who was the first person you shot. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he did, yeah. Maybe that's... Uh, and, and what are your favourites? So who was the first person you shot and what are your favourites? <laughs> I think you completely misunderstood the question there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, let's do well, some shout- next week's show. Who, who the first person you shot was? Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. So, uh, Duke, over to you. Okay, it's time for a shout out. Hey, it's time for a shout out. Hey. Um, I'll shout out Fumu because he's uh, been playing a lot of Rust with me. Although, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think I may be into this Minecraft thing, but. Um, yeah, you know, Duke saying that's that the problem was... with you, Duke. You're always into the new hotness. No, I was just <laughs> gonna say, though, he said that as though he's like one of the first people who's played it and it's like just come out and everybody's on it. I think well, I'm into I'm this new Minecraft thing. <laughs> my, my interest is switched. So, four years later, <laughs> four years later, exactly. Um, yeah, and I'll thank uh, you two guys for having me on as always, and everybody who's having you in. on. Second, though, you don't have to have me on. You might be able to find someone cooler than me. We're not having anyone on. We're just we're just on. We don't have yeah. people on. We're we're just the team. You're a five year guest, dude. Yeah, so. you're a five year guest, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
It's not working out, Duke. We've been trying this for a while, and it's just... Tried it. Tried it. Been done. I'm going to call this the experimental phase. Yeah. Yeah, podcast. And, uh, yeah. Is that it? That's it. Is that it? You've missed one, haven't you? What? Because I was going to shout out the same thing, and I thought, oh, Duke's got that in his shout out. Well, do I have a name in my shout out that I didn't shout out? You do. Stupid, don't answer that. Who is it? School Duggerer with oh, his yeah, right. sent me a mix. Thanks, yeah, and he sent me that, and I've, I've had a listen, and he's cool, I've got to say. Sorry. And he's going to be on the real radios and everything. Yeah. So he's going to be, just a minute, he did send me the link to it. Just a minute, let me find that, because he asked could I do a shout-out for him. Now, I believe it's going to be on, if I, just just correct me if I'm wrong, because I could be wrong here. Oh. But, I, but I believe his actual uh, mix is going to be on... Uh, mixlr.com I think it is mixlr.com I could be wrong that might be just something completely different that he sent me after that not sure I don't know I don't know but he's uh, yeah but he's good he's a good mix and he's like I say he's going to be on something anyway yeah Uh, um, something yeah yeah I don't know what though can't remember now (laughs) just saying so yes thank you for that Uh, Mr. Duggerer yeah, uh, thanks, Skull. Oh, wait a minute. Just a minute. Just I have a, minute. A, is there a new... What's it? Oh, I'm sorry. I found out where it's going to be. It's going to be on InsoulWeTrust.com. Ah. InsoulWeTrust.com. Awesome. So that's where it's going. Oh, yeah. Morty1884 also is a new member on the site. So thank you for joining up, Morty. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and I think that was it for me. It was just one for the school Rainbows mix. Dura, Dura. Well, it's not out yet. It's exclusive to Insol We Trust, apart from us, because you know he sent it to right. me. You know. Uh, and over to you, Chini, for the final shout out. 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 Um, shout out to me because I uploaded a, a video on YouTube. Ooh, another one. Me part two, Pipers, please. Oh, have you? I've not seen that yet. Huh? <laughs> there you go. That's all on the YouTube's. Uh, also, shout out to Phil Olson. Yes. Is that it? Yep, that's it. No. Uh, and also, uh, I don't know why I shared it. Phil just felt like it, really. No, well, he's... it's kind of cool that he's doing regular sort of uh, shows yeah, now. Yeah, a bit more regular. He was the last person to tweet me, you see. Um, uh... So I shared it, Phil. Because I took a picture of two, like these two women being very sociable while out on a meal. They were both on their phones. And I stealth took a picture of them. Um, hey, Chinny, talking about things that you like, I saw Hannibal Burris live. The Duchess and I went to see Hannibal live. Really? Awesome, bastard! Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Still haven't listened to that 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 latest thing, you know. Gotta it's listen. It's awesome. Uh, and by the way, just to just to mention, <laughs> uh, Phil Olson is uh, Virtual Pizza. Yeah. In case anyone's wondering what show we were talking about, yeah, he, listening to Virtual Pizza. You but he's cut, he's cut them down to sort of kind of fifty minute shows now, hasn't he? Yep. Yeah, you can go on the site and record your own little bit. Yeah. You go straight yeah. to. Uh, and by the way. I did. I did miss, so I should do these anyway. There was a few, just a few twitters for the for best first-person shooters as well. I should quickly read these out, shouldn't I? Really? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely. Uh, uh, Chris Chris Williams said resistance. I do this. Oh, here we go. Saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it, twit twit twittered it, twittered it. Can we just can we just remember how fucking ridiculous that song is? That was brilliant. Very ridiculous. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, Chris Williams, he says, uh, Resistance, three great character focus, story fun and varied weapons, cool enemies and a feeling 
of a bit of a Last of Us type journey. So that's what he says. Uh, Jason said Red Dead Redemption, the Old West, but that was sort of third person, wasn't it? That was a third person open world game. I'm that was it. I, I guess you could include Call of Juarez, uh, Bound in Blood. That was quite good for a Wild West first person. It was game. okay. It was all right. It was all right. Characters were dumb. Yeah. And Tuscan77 says, same as Chris, Resistance 3, the multiplayer isn't anything special, but the single player is definitely my favourite campaign. Story, atmosphere, no health regen, plus a set of fun inventive weapons from the best in the business in that department. Uh, Reese says, uh, Metroid, Metroid Prime 2, Half-Life 2, Metroid managed to be mature without having tons of blood and swear words. And then David Tripney says, Stu, why don't you broadcast yourself on PS4 doing the podcast? Bring the podcast to a wider audience. Uh, no. What? What was that? He wants, us to, wants me to broadcast myself while we're recording the podcast. Twitch TV? On the PS4 Twitch TV thing. I don't think that's a bad idea. Well, no, but there's issues. There's issues. Why? Because while my PS4 is in the living room for a start-off. And oh, secondly, this with the excuses. Are you committed? Secondly, I don't have a camera. I don't have the camera. So I don't have any of that so shit. What? I don't have any you of that. You need it as a microphone. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I know, but I'm not even doing any of that stuff. No, it's a no for the time being. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, and that's, uh, I guess that's kind of it. So we need to get the hell out of here. So see you all next week, I guess. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go. Come again. Another show done. Another show done. How much? How long am I supposed to dig down in this mine before I find something cool? Oh no, you can go a long, 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 long way yeah, down. Long, long, you can go long, down long. to the bedrock. Yeah, and well, then you start finding cool stuff. But that's a hell but of then, a long way. If you go way. right to the bottom, you you run the risk of being covered in lava. Yes, you do. Yes, well. And that's a long way. That'll take you a long time to get to bedrock. I and guess you'll quite that. probably get lost. And then you'll really. I have gotten lost. Back. You'll it see. won't take you that long to get to bedrock, mate. No, it takes quite a while, though, doesn't it? No, nah, it won't. Don't, worry. Yeah, don't listen to this guy. Don't listen to Ginny. He didn't, he didn't know. He just had football pitches built outside his house. I fucking did. That was a pain, <laughs> He did. So, Duke, you're going to buy a Vita so you can play TXK, then? Nope, I'm going to play Minecraft. Ah, oh, such a good game, At the time. Such a good game. Oh, yeah. Right, I guess we should all get the hell out of here, then. Hey, you know what you should play, Duke? Yeah. You know what you should play? Why should I play? The Last of Us. Yeah, you yeah. should play that game. That's a survival game. Yeah, but it's not the survival game. And it's not crafting. You're not crafting anything. Yeah, well, actually, you that's are. not true. You are. You have to craft loads of stuff in that game. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Not really. Yeah, you need loads of, to make skivs and stuff. Shivs, even. Not skivs. Skivs yeah. is a completely different thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, shivs. You need to make shivs and shits out of broken scissors and sticky tape. And Meh. stuff. Yep. Yep. So there is crafting ish. But you, you should definitely play that game. It's good. You know, it's only like what everybody thinks, well, the vast majority of people thought was the best game of last year. 
Yeah, I know. You know, just saying. You know. You're saying. You're always saying. I know. I, know. Oh, I got to oh, make some slabs. Everybody and everybody keeps on saying. But I think you've already put 100 hours into bloody Rust. You could have played <laughs> that I... game four times at least. Yep. But or I didn't. five even. But I didn't. I know you didn't. Just play it already. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Eh. To play, you to play that game? He said. It's not happening. Eh. Meh. Time, is it? He said meh. I sure uh, did. Brilliant. God, I gotta right. go we're done. This is yeah, we're done. We're, we're done. done. We'll let you go. Fucking game over. All right. Thanks, everybody. Game over, dudes. Game over.